We are kicking off season 11 of NPR with just myself and Owen. We catch up on what we've been up to over the break. We talk about that crazy wild diamond python that was all over social media, some breeding season updates, uh, and we also added some new opening and closing questions for the show that Owen and I go through and answer for ourselves. It's great to be back, so let's get this show started. Okay, welcome to season 11. Dear season God. 11. Dear God. NPR. I am excited to be back. Can't escape. I even tried to die <laughs> over the break and can't escape. You did. We'll get into this. We'll get into this. Owen is trying to escape the NPR contract. The only, the only way, way I can. The, other. <laughs> the only way I can. I yeah. must leave it. <laughs> there must be an afterlife that I can pass on to, I hope. <laughs> Uh, oh, but the break is always uh, is always a good time for me. Uh, it's, a, it's a good idea that we had way back in the beginning. You know, <laughs> we're so being nervous off. about <laughs> we're so nervous about being like, nah, we're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first initial thing is we ain't coming back from the break, and then you're like, hey man, we're gonna start again. I'm like this motherfucker, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, this asshole wants to actually make something. What is wrong with this guy? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it gives you it gives us a break from the show and mm -hmm. you know recharges those things and whatnot. And uh, mm -hmm. it's it's like just enough to like keep you pumped, but not enough to where you don't want to come back. Don't come if it was, would have been one more week, man. I would have been like, nah. <laughs> I don't nah. know. I, I think we could have done a show with me on the sofa, high on. Painkillers, oh, like it would have been, been a great, great, great show. <laughs> right up there. Holiday show 2.0. Yes, dear. Yes. She's can stop listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I was looking this up, right? And so mm -hmm. most podcasts, uh, they, they, they do this and then they start to have the, this thing they call pod fade. And it's <laughs> like when you gradually stop releasing episodes, which, Owen and I have seen many, many reptile podcasts pod fade over the years. <laughs> I love it when they come with like with two episodes and they spike up in popularity and they're the best thing ever. And then never like you never get the fifth episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where yeah, did they go? Like they, yeah. They do a bunch of episodes and then, you know, all of a sudden it falls. They just fall off the map. They mm -hmm. just fall off the map altogether. But you and me? No, never. We're, we're, we're a strange breed, my friend. <sighs> Because usually <laughs> it's episode seven that the pod fade begins, but we're at episode 480, Jesus. and it's good to be back. Jesus Christ. Good to be back. 480. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we're almost at 500. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, uh, I know before the break, we talked mm. about Daniel and Darren Boswell coming on, but right. because they're in Australia, yep. we had to record on a Saturday, but mm -hmm. no one's going away this Saturday, right. so he wasn't going to be there, so I didn't want the first episode to come back. And me be, be gone. <laughs> I mean, to be without Owen. People would ask questions. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, we heard he was something happened to him over the break. What did you do? 
seen a box somewhere. Nip, <laughs> Nipper would be like, finally, you cut the dead weight. Good for you. And then I'd have to come back and be like, this is awkward. So, I, have him, yeah. I have him in an urn, urn. on He's, shelf. He's crap. right there. <laughs> He's back there for when we need him. It's behind glass. You just break in case of, case of emergency. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I thought that we would catch up on what's going on. Uh, I thought it would be cool to talk about that crazy diamond python that was sort of yeah. uh, going over the internet uh, mm-hmm. over the break. And, um, you know, one of the ideas that we had is that, you know, those opening and closing questions have sort of been the staple for the past 10 years. And usually, well, it is. No, it's yeah. always Owen that asked those questions unless it is. he's not here. Right. So Owen came up with some new questions. New mm-hmm. And we're going to answer those. Yeah. And then uh, they will be part of the new. It's not going to be. So how'd you get into reptiles and all that kind of stuff? But <laughs> it's it's going to be one of those. Do you push the button and get a billion dollars, but somebody on the planet dies? <laughs> yes. Anybody, anywhere? Would you do it? Yes. <laughs> mm, this is a tough one. Um, <laughs> I'd hit that button so hard. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So so, how have you been, man? Let's, let's, let's talk about you for a minute here. Um, I've been all right. You know, I decided that you know I was a little bored over the um, break and decided to have an organ removed. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's looking for kicks <laughs> you rebel <laughs> just whatever so um yeah uh my gallbladder exploded <laughs> yeah it was uh it was not a fun time um so we were in the hospital um i want to say like we, we we did the break and then like the next night i was in yeah. the hospital yeah so um and that was just to get ultrasounded and checked out and they're like yeah it's fucked i'm like oh cool and then they're like get out of here and follow up with the surgeon so about i want to say it was after christmas the monday after christmas i had surgery um and have just been kind of dwelling on the sofa and i'm still recovering but it was it was a fun time it was a fun way to spend the weekend the the week break between Christmas and New Year's, um, sleeping on the sofa and, you know, hopped up on some painkillers and stuff like that. But it, it's really good because you get into one of those situations and you hear from everybody reptile related. Like everyone's like, you need help with this. You know, I, I had people who were like, hey, man, I'm only three hours away if you need me. I'm like, I'm like thank you for the offer. But what the fuck? Like, <laughs> need you to complete some cages, man. Like, no, I can't like. Thank yeah. you for the offer, but it was it's a lot of that stuff and you, and you do love that. And also people were making, you know, it, some people make you laugh. Uh Bill Stiegel was saying that if he wasn't retired, he'd come up and be my anesthesiologist, which is one of my biggest fears. <laughs> my at his face biggest like the last thing I see before I go under is Bill Stiegel going, You're ready? And be like, No. <laughs> and then the problem yeah, exactly. And then the problem is is that Buddy Sammy is a nurse, so he'd be the first face I'd see when I wake up. But like, no, 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 no. All I'm gonna I thought I'm gonna, we got rid of you guys. Yeah, no, 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 no. Your your show is gone. You didn't even get syndication. Get out of here. Uh but no, so there there was that. And also it's fun to put Jim in these situations and see how he goes. <laughs> Okay. Not well. <laughs> not well. Not well. well. Well, I mean, he did all right. I'm alive. He did all right. So, um, 
Yeah, because Melissa was away when I needed to go to the hospital. So Jim had to take me to the ER. So oh God. that was good. <laughs> um, so then for surgery, you know, Melissa had to work. So uh, she took a half day. So she took, she, he handed me off to her when, you know, we got back, but he was with me throughout the surgery and at the hospital. So we're there and they're like, here's a color coded card and his number that you can track his progress. And dad's like, it's like your old Wawa sandwich. I'm like, <laughs> They'll call your number. I'll pick you up. I'm like, it's, what, what color are we in now? They're like, he's in between these two things. So kind of a, a beige, if you will. I'm like, well, somebody get this man out of here. Like it was. Yeah. What did I do in a past I wonder, life? What, I mean, what, did, what I... did I do to deserve this bullshit? So, oh, man. Yeah, it was it was fine. And then, yeah, it, yeah. But um, other buddy, uh, buddy Francis Pringle, um, he came over to take care of the snakes. And he did. He did a good job. OK, he did a good job. That's good. That's he can't find a rough scale in a fucking cage, but he did a good job. <laughs> he seems to have trouble with those rough scales he can't find he's the, taking care he, of rough. I'm, I'm on the sofa, and he's like, rough scale's not in the cage. I'm like, rough scale's in the cage. He's like, it's not in the cage. I'm like, I swear to God. <laughs> if I, I get kill up, you. If, I, if I get up and she ain't, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She's fine. Uh, she ain't. Which good. actually, if you see over in this area, you see that little black corner kind of a deal? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's that. That's both of them right there. There they are. Oh, nice. So the ruppies okay. are up here now. Um, ah. I was not allowed to move that cage up here, or build any of the new cages that are still in pieces on my back deck because of weight restrictions, lifting, and other things. Yeah, it's, it's been so, annoying. <laughs> so my question is: mm. Can you drink coffee now? Well, that's the other thing. They're like dietary restrictions are good. I'm like, all right. I'm like, honey, let's get some buffalo chicken pizza and take this sucker up for a ride. Like, let's see, <laughs> let's see what we can do before I die. And all that got shot to shit. And I'm oh. like, so, but yeah, apparently, um, all the issues that I've been dealing with and the like lack of coffee and stuff should not be a problem. Oh, that's great. I know, right? That's good news. <laughs> that's good news. I can figure out how to stay awake now without like mind-numbing drugs. Well, into the, my eye. The thing yeah. is, it's like when you really like, I, I guess, well, I guess my name is Eric and I'm addicted to coffee. No yes, shit. this is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, when when you know how much you like something and then you see somebody else that even <laughs> if they don't like it as much, but they can't have it, you think about what the hell would my life be like if I was in his shoes? No, no, I don't want to think about it. Stop it. You've just been staring at me for the last two years going, how? How? Yeah. <laughs> We're on a herping trip and I'm sipping gum. Yeah, you're, you're just drinking, like, <laughs> you drink, you're drinking the coffee coffee, which, yeah. which is like also blacker than night and looks like it was just scooped up off of like from underneath the car. And you're yes. like, good. Yes. And I'm just like, I'm fine. I'll have this like, you know, whatever. And you're like, how is he awake? <laughs> like, I don't see alive. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So that was so that. Most, of, most of those problems that you had are, or were caused by that. Well, I'm glad that you yeah. figured out or yeah, I got figured a, out. I got a bunch of cool new scars all over me now again. So 
Nice. Yep. Just cover them up with some tats, man. You'll be you, all right. Yeah, it's kind of hard in some areas, but yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it's fucking, fine. You can but, make a snake there somehow. Put a, put a carpet here. It's fine. Yeah. 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 It's so, like a carpet belt. There's that. But the thing is, like, so I, you, you're getting ready for, so I'm getting ready for the surgery. And, and I've got like that nervous kind of energy and stuff like that where I don't want to think about it. So I'm trying to do everything else to not think about it. So, I mean, cleaning the cages um right. doing all this other stuff and then i threw animals together because i'm like I'm, I'm not gonna be able to when i'm out and might as well just see what happens and started dropping temps and stuff like that so you know it was one of those things to kind of at least see what happens and i i've i got locks from my brisbane's really yeah nice yeah yeah the the brisbane male i had he died oh shit you know the one with uh, the yeah, yeah. The, the thing. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I was like, so coming out of COVID, mm. I really can't smell anymore, mm-hmm. which is good. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's also bad mm. because if you have a mouse in the cage, it used to be I would smell it before my wife smelled it. Now Dory finds it. Yeah. She's like, when are you going to take that dead mouse out of the cage? And I'm like, no I haven't fed anything. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's like, something's dead. And I'm like, no, nothing's <laughs> dead nothing would be dead and and yeah sure enough it was that brisbane damn <laughs> so, that sucks yeah well what are you yeah, gonna well, do, you gonna do? it's part yeah. of the thing yeah um it does suck but uh but yeah but i uh, i did uh get that mail from um right brandon wheeler so right so you're um, still good there yeah, I just gotta grow it up because it's a <laughs> tiny little could take a while yeah so, so back to square one mm Okay. All right. So breeding is mostly just carpet stuff at this point. At this point, yeah, because the colibrids aren't <laughs> together, the olives yeah. are together, but they're not doing anything. And the teamors have been together, and and it's cool because it used to be the male would use the bridge and kind of go where he wants to go, right? And uh, the female would just stay in her cage. So he moved over right before there was kind of like some snow flurries and stuff like that, right? So I'm like, well, shit, he's not in with the girl, and here comes snow flurries. Like, what the fuck, dude? Get back in there. So I went to go check the female. She went in her cage. She had followed him, him. across oh. the bridge into the other cage. So I'm like, <clears throat> and they've been in there for the past month. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Do wow. your thing. Hmm. So. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And that's the other thing is I got like, I got all this material to make like more bridges and do a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. with like the white lips and things. But I'm waiting to get the new cages set up. And I'm like, like i want to do this so yeah yeah well that's cool okay so pairings are together Mm -hmm. colubrids are cooled cool are cooling cooling Cooling. yeah yeah i'm gonna bring them they're not at bottom cool cool yet i i've just unplugged all their shit like i put them i put them in a rack in the side yeah. I wonder if colubrids are making a comeback. They I know, just right? Plug them. Oh yeah, dude. Months. I put them all. I put them all in their own separate forty ones in the side room, unplugged their shit, and stop feeding them. And then I'm gonna go get them probably, uh, probably February March, depending on how cold it is, how right. bad our February March is gonna be. And I'll just start slowly. I'll just plug in the stuff and use the night drop to keep them from going too cold. And I'll start feeding, and then I'll start introductions, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, uh, Zach and Matt had a great uh, – I don't know if you happen to listen to it, but if you didn't, you should check mm-hmm. it out. It was um, Colubrid and Colubroid Radio, but they, mm-hmm. they talked about brumation of colubrids and mm-hmm. 
that whole thing, but they kind of went into like, you know, obviously Zach's approaching it from a natural uh, history point of view. Um, but uh, just the experience of those two guys with breeding colubrids mm-hmm. um, was pretty cool. It's, you know, again, I have no interest in breeding colubrids, but it was uh, was fun to to listen to and learn some stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff where it's, and it is one of those things where it, it I mean, we've gotten to the point with carpets where it's like autopilot. It's like yeah. male cage, like, and it's yeah. <laughs> eggs, like, and that's just where it goes. With with colubrids, it's like I like every once in a while I kind of dip in there where I'm like, Psh, I don't need to think about it. But then like I miss on the blue beauties, I miss on the crebos and all sort of stuff. So it's like I need to actually pay some attention, right? And hopefully that does <laughs> well. Because um, let's put it this way, you know, if I miss out on some carpet clutches, yeah, it'll suck, but been there done that um i'd like to get the blue beauties this year i'd like to get the crebo but then also um olives and team wars and you know white lips will throw up there as a hail mary but yeah i mean it'd be cool to kind of get that stuff so i'm kind of doing the whole what breeds breeds but then let's focus in on a couple of really heavy hitters too right yeah 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 Yeah, i mean uh i'm I've cooled down. We've had some weird weather here, man. Yeah, it was, it was like, like 60 degrees the one day, and then Melissa's yeah. like, it's going to be 12 tomorrow. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not... Is this not, does not is go not, well. This is not good. <laughs> this is not good python breeding weather. But tonight, we have some huge storm coming through, so... Yeah. yeah I guess we'll yeah. see how that plays out. It's supposed to be this weekend, too, is whole bullshit. And yeah. Yeah. Hamburg, Hamburg is Saturday, and I have to go get some hoppers, so... Oh, God. Um, yeah, I know. If it's one of those things where I wake up and it's icy and snowy, I'll be like, I'm going back to sleep. I'll go up there later after they shovel. So, yeah, I was driving to work the other day and it was mm. literally an ice skating rink. I, oh, slid, nice. I slid down County Line Road. Like, oh, oh you know, that's terrifying. Down, just, <laughs> like, I white knuckled that <laughs> bitch all the way to 95. <laughs> then you get the shop right and you're stabbed at the deli counter. It doesn't make oh, any God, sense. Oh, it's just been brutal. I, <laughs> the other day i was like ah, do i really want to do this job like do i want to keep doing this I, I mean, my I'm life almost, is in danger <laughs> i'm almost 50 can i change at this point can i do something different i how many uh, times do i gotta say serpentarium before you believe me uh, you won't get stabbed there uh yeah i know yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> well maybe <clears throat> you never know yep um, so yeah, so I have that, and then I've been uh, working on the first episode of uh, I don't even know if I'm saying this right, but uh, Gecado Radio. Um, <laughs> I think I probably said that wrong. Phil and Nipper are probably going to punch me right now, but this is basically a gecko focused podcast with myself, Nipper Reed, and Phil Wolf. And by the way, Nipper and Phil had put out their very first episode of Venom Exchange Radio, mm-hmm. something that they're doing that's, uh, you know, just a podcast focused on um, professional, um, responsible venomous keeping. What uh, the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? What? Those words don't uh, go together. Yeah. So uh, so, so that's cool when, when trying to nail that down. Um, but uh I, uh, yeah, the only things that I really did is I, I moved the, you know, the blue tongue skink up to that big cage up there. <laughs> that thing got big, man. Holy shit. Yeah, I, blue tongues I, I, do that. Yeah. Uh, apparently the Northerns, uh, get the biggest of mm-hmm. the, uh, Australian bunch. And that's um, what you got. Yeah. So, 
beautiful, really cool. It's cool because you open the cage door because it's like right at my eye height and it comes with its like little tongue. And I'm like, well, you're like a, a reptile dash hound. You're like, you're like a small <laughs> little reptile Roxy. It's great. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's wonderful. And uh, <clears throat> I moved. Uh, my sister got me a couple exoterras and stuff. Nice. Uh, so I moved uh, some of the uh, Oidura to the uh, those geckos into into that, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and now I'm working on the diamond python cages, the Aki cages, and the Kimberly rock cages. Nice. So, nice. That's yeah. see, that's the that's the dangerous thing because we were talking to Nipper, and he's like. Uh, <laughs> Australia, CITES is like looking like they're going to start pushing for that thing again. And he's like, if you want anything Australia specific, grab it now. And I'm like, yeah, you know, if I had a, if I had an area, I'd get a tank and set up some knobtails. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, no, don't do that. No, 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 no. It's like, I, I, I'm like, you, you don't have the space nor the time you need to chill. So yeah. 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 Yeah, man. It's, uh, I, I, I guess people, I don't talk about it that much, but I got the, um, I actually kind of screwed them up because it was dark and I turned the lights off, but then I came in here to record this. So I got that one lamp on, but, uh, they're all messed up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you know, the barking geckos, um, <laughs> they're pretty cool, man. They're, they're pretty cool. They're like little savage hunters, man. You put some, roaches in there and in there just, and roaches that go right for it yeah uh, all over it so but uh yeah no uh couple carpets clutches or carpet pairings together nothing crazy well no, no there is i mean you know if, if you i'm sorry but if you were to fail on all the clutch all the carpet pairings but the yakabori depot i'd still call it a win yeah 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 yeah, yeah. the female she's you know i was kind of like the female is definitely smaller than the male, which right. always makes me nervous. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I think I think I think she could do it. So it would I didn't be a introduce small clutch. them yet. No, yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then and then uh obviously she's put way more size on, and I right. wanted to get her up uh, a little bit bigger, but um we'll see. We'll see what happens. That would yeah. be uh fabulous to that'd get be nice. More. I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> um but why i guess yeah that's all i got that's all you got i mean that's all i got i mean like there's it's weird because not really a lot going on right now it's like yeah it's kind of a slow time it's, right? it's a slow part right now it's like the highlight is i put males in females cages and some of them were okay with that like it's and that's pretty much it and I'm at that weird point of the year where i'm like i have a lot of open cages and you have to not do that to yourself because yeah. then when spring comes around you're like why are all the cages full <laughs> and why do i have not room for these snakes like it yeah so um, i did move uh quite quite a few snakes and um yeah it's it's weird when i like go to like clean and i'm mm -hmm. like oh there's nothing in that yeah yeah <laughs> no, there's nothing in there. yeah I, I i did that too and um the only other thing i think we might want to hit on a little bit is um did you hear that there's now going to be a new thing that uh things like paypal and venmo and things like that are going to report to the irs any transaction over six hundred dollars 
No kidding. Yeah. So they're going to issue like an end of the year kind of like a statement. So I'm waiting for the reptile world to lose its collective mind. <laughs> like it, like I'm like, I'm like, is today the day? And I open up Facebook and nothing happens. I'm like, oh, not yet. But it's going to be a lot of that stuff where now people who have a certain number or, or, or a certain percentage you know, yeah. And let's all put it this way. I mean, how many people declare what they do as far as reptile shit? I'd say probably not a lot. <laughs> probably not a lot at all. So now yeah. you got that problem of, you know, how do you take payments and try to keep it on the sly? So get I, snakes to your friends. There you Woo! go. <laughs> there you go. So uh, yeah, payment plans for everybody is what's going to end up happening. <clears throat> but yeah, that should be interesting. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Well, it's it's. I mean, it 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 does transition you to now. There's no like you're either a breeder or you're you're not. Right. Yeah. You're you're and now there's no more of this middle ground crap. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I guess I guess off the surface, I kind of think that maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I kind of think maybe it's a good thing, but I also kind of think that it's one of those things where you're doing this to jump on the money that people are obviously doing as a side hustle because yeah. they don't get paid enough. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, and then you're going after that. Yeah. Like, so that's kind of a dick move, but, um, it, it's oh, just, well, the idea of paying taxes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> yeah, listen, I mean, tax avoidance, tax evasion. My father always taught me tax avoidance is fine. <laughs> tax evasion is illegal. Right. So, <laughs> So just do what you can to avoid the taxes, but once you get them, you have to pay them. Yes. So yeah, um, hmm. I would not be surprised if you start seeing more and more people who do reptile stuff requesting multiple payment things, like to keep it below that six hundred. Like if you have an animal that's eight hundred bucks, just be like, hey, pay me four hundred this week, pay me four hundred next week, and then we'll set up shipping. So. It's not like a total. It's only one. Any transaction that's over any transaction over six hundred dollars will automatically be reported to the IRS. It's like how if you deposit wow. money into your bank account and it's over ten thousand dollars, that automatically gets reported to the IRS. Right. It's that we've all now become money launderers. So gotcha. yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, fair yep. enough. Huh. Uh, yeah, I think the reptile world will, you know, will lose their shit. Do, I, they will do it <laughs> their very best to keep every dime. So, yeah. You know, the greatest thing about falling into this, just like creating content for podcast, I, I you know, like just being editing and this and that and all mm. the stuff is like, you're hiding from everything else that's going on. I don't pay attention to <laughs> shit, man. And it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you know, if something's important, I'm going to get sent. Yeah. Somebody's going to send it to me. Yeah. True. Or it's going to be in our chat. Um, you know, so it's not like if anything is worth seeing that I'll see it. So like, you know, I deleted Facebook from my phone. Mm. I actually even deleted Instagram from <gasps> my phone. So I only oh do it God. when it's on the computer, um, which is great because ah, dude, you just you just scroll for I uh yeah, forget it. Um, become a I, hermit. I, you just come out of your hut. You're like, what happened in this world? So yeah, bright. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, what? it's 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 quite refreshing. Oh. It, it's it's quite it's quite good. Um, uh, you know, because I don't know. I think sometimes people get lost in the whole idea of uh, like this. I, well, I shouldn't say 
people do. I, I'm going to say like I always felt like I got s- more concerned about what was going on on the internet mm. than what was going on in my reptile room. And when I started right. to see me going down that road, I'm like, mm-hmm. this isn't what I did this for. This isn't. This isn't yeah, this is for. yeah. I, I I I can see that, and I hear that, and it's also one of those things where it's like, do I really care that I haven't posted to Instagram or? can <laughs> get these fucking cages built like it's just kind of one yeah. of those things where you know uh, and upgrade and and move on to stuff and um enjoy the animals a little bit more like dude i i don't know what's wrong with me man like i i hatched out that one clutch of the russian tiger to the baling tiger this year right and that was the clutch where it bombed like all like it, it, i don't know why but those animals never took off they some would eat and then the next day they'd be dead in the bin and stuff like that. So I have no idea what happened to that clutch, but the two that remained were both males. And I'm like, I need a tiger male. Like I need a fucking hole in the head. Right. So you know what? I'm going to sell these things. And then they kept getting bigger and showing off the colors right. and stuff. And I'm like, Nope. <laughs> I took nice. them off the website. I'm like, these two mine why i did that no idea do i need them no no because i have their father and i have another red tiger male like i don't need them but whatever (sighs) yeah that's a that's always a tough thing man it's always been a tough thing for me you know and it's also we, we we talked about this before i breed for myself and then i sell the babies because I can't sustain keeping collection that I want off of my paycheck. So right. I need to, to supplement. Right. So, sure. you know, I, I decided to keep an Exanic Jag and then two tigers from this year. And I have still a good amount of animals that I've been selling and stuff of like that, but it's still one of those things where it's like, I, I, I would keep more if I, if I could, like I would hold on to this, yeah. that, and the other thing. So, but it's not a bad thing, and it also is keeps me more interested and plugged into this whole reptile thing. If I did nothing but just take the babies that I hatched and turn them out and sell them all and just kind of rely on the adults that I have, it, it's it's finite. It's till those animals either die or get too old or something bad happens and they can't breed anymore. It's like in order to keep going and to be excited, I have to find that baby that hatched that really caught my eye and really, I really enjoyed looking at like, cause you know, when you separate them, you're yeah. like, I know in this clutch, there are like three good ones. <laughs> like, and they're here, right. here and here. Like right. if I keep them and I watch them grow because dude, the animals from last year are starting to show color and the animals right. from the year before are starting to get size. So nice. it's like, now it's every part of my room has something where this right here, these are the red tigers that buddy produced. <laughs> Right. Along with some caramels that I produced. Awesome. Right. Here is the red jag that Eric produced, plus some caramels and stuff that I produced. And then here are the new babies. So it's like you kind of follow yourself and you enjoy as everything grows. Because now I got girls going this year and it's their first year going. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I I think what I've learned about myself over the last year was probably Mm. that I'm more of a keeper to observe behavior than I am a breeder. And I don't mean breeding as far as the act, just the act of having snakes breed, but the whole like being a breeder to sell snakes, 
to go to shows and do all the this like I don't know it's just not my I think I it, I think mm-hmm. it really must be because I just deal with assholes all day long. Yep. Like the the public as a whole dealing with their freaking you know like their entitled mentality that they think that you're their freaking indentured servant and you have to wait on their every freaking whim and they're always right and all this bullshit it's just, uh, it, it's gotten so bad over covid man it's just i i think it just burnt i can't do it with i can't do it with the reptile part of it and i'm not mm-hmm. saying i haven't even I, the thing of it is is that i haven't even had that type of customer right i just don't want to be involved with that customer right you know right. what I mean? Because if somebody messages me and they're like, yo, you got snake, I don't even answer it. No calendar? It right Question away. mark? Yeah. So no. <laughs> yeah. Delete. <laughs> you know. Um, but uh yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm just burnt out from dealing with the public part of it. And yeah. the, the escape I have is to go and, you know, herping in my snake room to where um you know I mean, I don't mean? know. I wouldn't release them all and then go find them again. It's probably a bad idea. I mean, why didn't I talk? To I've you created Australia, that? dude. You just let the Kims out, and that one's eating a gecko. Like, it, yeah, no. So it's um, <laughs> you weren't supposed to eat the barking gecko. You eat the barking doing? gecko. You threw a diamond at it, and diamond ate them. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just yeah. Eventually, the only one thing that would be there would be the diamonds. So. um but, but yeah, it, I think I think for me that's that's kind of where. Well, I'm yeah, and that's at, the you know? part of it. You know, it's if this if if doing reptiles becomes as stressful as your job, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's not it's not even that it has. Yeah. It's just I don't want it to. Right. I, I'm I'm trying to make sure that I'm doing because I don't. I I could feel myself with the collection that I had. Mm-hmm. I could feel myself headed towards burnout. We we've talked about that as how it's like everybody. It's almost like the, the 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 herping trajectory of your mm-hmm. of your of your collection is yeah. like every every guy or girl gets into herps and reptiles and they buy a bunch of shit and then you find what your little zone is where you want to go what your niche is and then you kind of do that and then you get a bunch of that stuff and you have success with those and then some people burn out there other people keep going and then you eventually get to like. <laughs> the twilight years of your reptile journey <laughs> where all you want to do is just keep Easy. the shit. <laughs> all you want to do is just keep the shit, look at the shit. And then if it breeds, be like, fuck, what am I going to do with all these? And then you find somebody who's in the early part. You're like, will you sell these things? Just get them yes. out of here. Yeah. And that's what happens. And that we have that happening a lot with like people on fauna and a couple other things like that. It's like, Somebody just pops up and they're like, hey, man, I, I do green Sanzinia in my basement. I have like 12 pairs and they're, I just really like them and they keep having babies. You know, if you can meet me at this parking lot, I'll sell you the green Sanzinia. Like, and that's what happens. Right. You know, and, and it's just like, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And do I think you're on that trajectory? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's man. gonna be one of those things where it's like, oh, and I didn't know you kept Kim's. I don't. Eric just keep breeding, and he doesn't want to do people, so he just drops just them off at my house me. in a box. He said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I just again, this is just it's just for me personally, and, and mm. like it's like you you sort of have I don't know. I guess at the the end of the year, I like to reflect on the year and try mm. to set goals for the next year and all that kind of stuff and. Um, 
I just, I, I see myself more excited about, yeah, just the, just, just observing them and, yeah. and having fun with just being a snake keeper. It was, it's <laughs> you know? weird because like it, it, you can sit there and be like, I didn't have that, you know, I've been, I, I'm paying off this snake and when it arrives, oh my fucking God, I'm going to be all crazy about this thing. I didn't have that this year, but. Yeah. I got more excited finding, you know, the clobber eye and the willard sure. eye and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I I enjoyed the herping trips yeah. more than like I got some good shit this year. I got team wars, I got white lips, I got mad hogs. Like yeah. Yeah. Like, but I it none of those were like the past where it's like I've finally paid it off and now my albino carpet will be arriving. Like I didn't have that. So <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I don't think I really I mean I bought the Kims this year. I bought mostly I bought I, I don't think I bought anything. Snakes. But but lizards. Ruffies. I bought lizards. Yeah, <laughs> I did buy Ruffies. I yeah, did buy that, yeah. well, I got water pythons again. Um and that's why, it. Did, why did you do that? Well, you know, oh, it's well, this whole, you know, I wanted to have the uh Yeah, and I keep failing Australian Python yeah. group. Okay. <laughs> Good point. Um, yeah, that hurt. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's kind of fun trying to. I'm trying to figure out how I can redo my snake room from the ground up with finding somewhere to put the snakes while I do it. So I'm trying <laughs> to figure out, like, you know, how, li- how do I do? Your this? living room's kind of big, man. I mean, it, like, you yeah. know. It's- what? Uh, no, yeah. those have always been there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was thinking about like if it's during the like if I waited till the summertime, I could probably move them out onto that back, that back, those back two decks and stuff. And yeah, I would not do outside, it, but inside. I would do it know. early. Uh, yeah, you're, that that back thing right off your um sliding glass door upstairs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you probably could. I would do it early. Um summer because you don't want to put them out there in august and be like no, oh, no, no, how the no, sun no, hits no, this no, place no, yeah no. no i would do that and then you know what yeah maybe and then i just think about like having like you know uh electricity where it's supposed to be mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like you know building like um this is the bullshit where it's like if i could move back into my house all over again yeah <laughs> i would i would go what there I yeah i would be like no 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 we're not going to move in. We're going to take three months to make the house what I need it to be. Then we're going to move it. Like that's yeah. what I should have done, you know, and building like racks to fit the space uh-huh. that's there and yep. like, you know, enclosing those racks to where I can put cages in it. So it looks, you know, like, yeah. like, like zoo quality type of yeah. type yeah. of look, you know, but, and you can enjoy it and you can have, yeah. you might not have as much room for, like you, the number of animals you could cram into the room will probably be cut down. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But what you're looking at, and also what you're dealing with, if it makes you happier and it's cooler in your head, fucking do it. That's you yeah. can set up velvet ropes so that any other person can't go too close to the cage. <laughs> That's right. Stay away. I'm, I'm walking over, sir, sir, sir. Excuse me, sir, sir, <laughs> sir. We don't touch the glass, sir. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Politely step, step away. away, sir. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's, uh, you, you know, do, I, I, you can do full Philly Zoo where there's a little key and I have to turn it and it's like, hello, <laughs> and it's just you talking about the Kims. <laughs> like, yeah, hello. hello. You may know me from podcasts, podcasts of really by the radio, radio. <laughs> or, or perhaps field chirping podcasts. There are many, but it's <laughs> I'm Troy McClure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been studying. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad you've been studying because now yes. if I can't go to California, you're going to have to keep Rob entertained. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 We're, you know, we got two herping trips planned and uh, obviously Australia is not going to happen, but uh, thank God. Cause it's, I was going to, I knew I was going to, th thank God Australia is not like if they need to, if Australia opens up after the wedding, I got it. But if Australia opens up, it's going to be really hard to keep you guys in the country oh, in dude. October. I'm telling you, man, I have a thousand. No, I have eighteen hundred dollars in credit just sitting waiting for them to say the gates are open, mate. It'd be one it'd be one of those things where, you know, Dory and Tiffany come to the wedding. Where are the guys? Owen, you know where they are. God damn it. God oh, damn man. it. Oh, oh man, yeah. Yeah, not, you know, yeah. I I you know, Nipper makes fun of me. Uh, you know, he was talking to you too, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I sort of let him down this gecko rabbit hole. Now I broke him. You ruined him. You broke <laughs> Nipper. Him. Um, but he he kind of influenced me the same way. And as far as you know, the field herping side mm -hmm. of things, you know, and like I, yeah. I really it was revenge. You know, then got it in the yeah exactly yeah. in the early days. I never really. I, I mean, it would be cool to see snakes in the wild, but it wasn't something that like I was excited about doing. Does that you make expected sense? it was cool to see snakes in the wild if they showed up where I was. I would not go looking <laughs> yeah. for them. Yeah. Wait, Why would you do you that? You can do that. <laughs> I can see them in a deli cup. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like I would get excited if there was a garter snake or a black rat snake in my backyard. But right. then but then you guys are like we're going to go look for timbers. I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to have to trek all the way up to some god we're here what like it's <laughs> yeah 40 minutes from my house there it is <laughs> like you know it's yeah. one of those things where it's like you've been to these places and you just start getting it in your head where it's like if i take 10 steps that way right what the fuck am i gonna find <laughs> like yeah. so yeah you know i've always been uh ever since i was a little kid mm -hmm. like going hiking i guess mm -hmm. is more i the, the finding the reptiles is cool. The hunt is cool. All yeah. that is awesome, you know, and actually finding them, photographing them and all. But a lot of it for me is, is the, the trip, you know, mm -hmm. the, 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 the com camaraderie, especially when you find a good group of people that you get along with and you have a good time with and like, you want to continue to, 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 it's, it's sort of like, it's, so, I guess it's similar to like, you know, like when we would hang out at Tinley Park yeah. or, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? It, yep. It's, it's kind of that kind of thing. You know, the added bonus is you get to go out to the into the world and see the world and sort of uh, find snakes and, and reptiles. And know? it's cool to have these kind of adventure things to just kind of in, in your back pocket and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, yeah you know, it, dude, I, I work in an office, even though I work from home, I work in an office. So yeah. everybody's like, where is your dream place you love to go travel to? And every other person is Australia. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been. They're like, have you been to the Sydney Opera House? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Fuck no. Why like, would I go there? Why would I go there? And it's like, have you been there? No. I was I was in the bush. I was in the outback. I was in, you know, dingo territory. Like, come on now. Right. So yeah, it's it's that kind of stuff where you can kind of enjoy that and have that. So there's a certain piece that I I like what's the word um i guess just because my life is so do 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 right yeah, yeah. um that 
the rigors of supermarket life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, just everything in general, but uh, um, when you're sort of like, you can sort of unplug and my phone isn't getting, getting a signal and like everybody else is like, no, my phone doesn't work. I'm like, yes. Yes. And he gets so <laughs> excited. He leaves it on a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> like I will, I will not. Don't need this you. anymore. It's like, no, Eric. <laughs> yes, you do. No, yes, you do. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know when we were sitting, I, I, I often think about, mm. I think I've said this in our chat with Keith and Matt is that, you know, when we were sitting on top of that mountain mm -hmm. before the sun was going down and we were all sort of in our own corners of the, <laughs> of the <laughs> little area. There, yeah. <laughs> and we were just sitting there watching it and there's nothing for miles and miles and miles. And it's just, it's just quiet. It's just peaceful. Yeah. Oh man, it's great. But yeah. <sighs> what I would give to be back there. Anyway. Yeah, I, I don't understand how people <laughs> live in cities. <laughs> yes. How do you? I don't understand it. Um, <clears throat> but yes, so I guess the first thing that uh, we'll, we'll jump into is this uh, this crazy patternless, reduced pattern looking diamond python that yeah. was sort of floating around the internet. So it turns out that uh, the gentleman, Craig Perkins, he mm. sent me this pic because he found this snake not too far from his house which is awesome um, which is pretty freaking cool yeah um and i guess it's um it was spotted sort of by the blue mountains um just west of sydney okay so yeah. <clears throat> so you know we were talking about you know he he said that it kind of looked like what we have here in the states called reduced pattern diamonds yep and um he was wondering why that they haven't seen them over in Australia in captivity, like why that hasn't popped up the same way that it popped up over here. Mm -hmm. And um, the interesting thing was, is that the, the Aussie diamond keepers, uh, and this is from him, they really don't keep diamonds from that locality. Um, they say that the ones on the central coast are much prettier. So a lot of, I, I don't know. That's kind of badass to me. I, I mean, like that's gorgeous, Yeah, but <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I would say this, if you haven't seen this, which I'm sure that if you're listening to, to us, you, you probably you have. have. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't, I would suggest going over to our Facebook page. Cause I did share the post and you'll mm -hmm. see it's, it's sort of like, it's basically, it looks like a reduced pattern diamond, except uh, Keith had made note that, it really doesn't have the striping going down the back. It looks like it stops. Had. Like it's got the reduced pattern behind the neck yeah. or, or behind the head and the neck. And then it just kind of goes from sort that. Sort of like to, that stonewash look, right? right? And then yeah. it goes to like the heaviest pattern diamond I've ever freaking seen after yeah. that. So it starts reduced and then just goes, it like kicks it up a notch. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I, I was curious about what he, you know, what Craig was talking about as mm. far as the uh, um, Central Coast um, diamonds. So the best way to find wild carpets is to go to the Aussie snake catchers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just pick the wherever locality you're looking for. Yeah, there's hey, probably dude. going to be a snake catcher in that area. <laughs> so you can go to Facebook, you just type yeah. it in. So I found uh, snake relocation. Um, that's, I guess, I think they're called Central Coast. 
what was it called? Central Coast Reptile Relocation mm-hmm. or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that like it seems like every every house has a diamond bite on it. You hear a lot of people talk about that from Australia, but it really is the case. I sent you some pictures. There's one sitting on a couch. There's one on a a kitchen table. There's a couple that the guy found in the yard. And, you know, some of them are black and white. um, And then they have those portals that are like that cream color of a really nice carpet. You know know that color? It's kind of like between the perfect mix of like khaki and yellow. It kind of like... It's not khaki, like a like right. that it's classic more of like that guy. off white kind of yeah. a bone. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um and then some of the other ones, they're they're yellow, white, and black. And um yeah, it would have been those ones that in the uh the the, the Morelia Python forum days that if we saw that we would just freak that like, oh my you know, god, I got it, that's amazing, you know. I don't know why, man, but I was I, I wanted you know, I, I wanted white diamonds as opposed to the yellow ones and i know that's just like it you know i i mean i'll take both <laughs> like but, <laughs> I'll, take whatever, but. I'll, ta- I'll take both well, there's nothing wrong with those i think i think you are i think you're i think you're i at least for me it's like if i wanted yellow and black go with the jungle kind of have that with the jungle right i'm kind of looking at the black and white as you know something but, different Right. Right. So I get it. I get it totally. But I'm with you. I would I would take any of them <laughs> to be honest with you. But uh I think I'd so, be all right with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 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 there was some I think there was another one where it must have crawled in somebody's house and it was on their plant in the, in the and I'm like, this diamond python is gorgeous. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh That's but, awesome. Uh, but yeah, so there was a conversation over in the chat about the snake because, like I said, you know, if it's something that's cool that, um, you know, people will talk about it. And this is kind of the cool thing about the NPR chat is that mm. uh, besides all the bull, Bigfoot bullshit, but oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Jesus yeah. Christ. Find a new hobby. Oh, and you should just admit that, you you know, Bigfoot is real. And then no, this will it all isn't. Come to an Your end. monkey is stupid. <laughs> Yes. Um, but Keith was mentioning that the ones, like I said, in the States sort of have that striped type of pattern. It's it's not really a stripe per se, but it's sort of like you can see where a stripe is starting to form. And, and right. I sort of said that, you know, carpets are very variable within a clutch. Um, and But diamond pythons usually are not. No, so, they're not. You know, maybe that because we have a limited gene pool, this is sort of what we get. And that striping sort of comes out, you know, like sort of like striping in any carpet, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's sort of like, it's, it's sort of there. So like, if you're making a coastal, you're not really going to get, well, you're I mean, get some of those portals and all that kind of stuff. And the zipper right. down the back and stuff. Right. Well, I mean, let's admit it too. Also, like we, we can pretty much say that all the reduced pattern diamond pythons are, you know, related somehow. I would say so. I would say so Other too. Other people would say not, but yes, I would. I would, I would say, say they have to be. I would say somewhere they have to be just because yeah. of, you know, bloodlines and also how many diamond pythons got out of Australia at that time versus like zoo stock and stuff like that. So I would say, cause the reduced pattern popped up in the San Diego zoo line. Yes. 
Okay. So, and isn't that the same, like, reduced pattern is the same as Stardust, right? Yes. Okay. So, those two lines are related, and we all know that animals from the San Diego Zoo could also potentially be related to other zoo line animals because (laughs) the zoos all got their diamond pythons at the same time. Weird. <laughs> like, yeah. So, How dare um, you, sir. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I'm doing this, and no one's going to talk to me. But whatever. Um. So it's it's kind of like that. Where I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that you are working with a limited gene pool, and you are working with related animals. So things like the stripe and stuff like that could be something that we say is you know, part of the reduced pattern diamond python. Now, is that just part of the reduced pattern diamond python out of the U.S. bloodlines that it came out of? Like, is this kind of how it started necessarily? Yeah, I don't know. And, Take, and the weird- taking that and breeding it to other diamond pythons, say they took this animal that they found and bred it to other diamond pythons, would you eventually get something that looks like our reduced patterns? I don't know. I would think you would. You know, I, I think you'd I, get close. I, yeah. I think that's pretty goddamn close. I mean, really, the neck. Yeah. Lack of patterning in the neck and the high yellow that it comes up like that is really what what I think of when I think of reduced pattern. I know a lot of people think of the fact that it doesn't have the rosettes and all that kind of stuff. But for me, it really it's sort of the same thing that you see in the stonewashed uh Bradley. You know, it's like they sort of have that neck that the neck is the pattern on the neck is sort of gone or very light or right. it just looks very strange, you know? Um, so I did ask Craig, I was like, so do you, are you guys allowed to like apply for a permit and take a snake like that? Yeah, out can, you, can you grab that sucker? I was like, no. And I, and so I told him, I was like, damn, that really sucks because you yeah. know, herping here in the States, I mean, I, yes, I obviously we have laws. Like, I mean, we have laws, but, you know, we we had we had all the permits in Texas. So if we saw something we liked, it was coming home. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, yeah, if you saw some crazy, you know, I, whatever, you know, you could take it, I guess, if you wanted to. I but, mean, uh, yeah. Within reason. Um, But yeah, so so, uh, you know, um, so that was sort of where um, Keith was coming in. And um, Scott had suggested that this was a hyper patterned and not reduced and uh, diamonds are black snakes with yellow flecking and result rosettes. Okay. But our uh, chief geneticist over there in the chat, Dr. Travis, Travis Wyman, Wyman, Dr. Travis chimed in and uh, he said that he slightly disagreed. Um, and that, uh, you know, carpets are like zebras where developmentally the black pattern is laid down last over the light base color. Um, it would be white and zebras and yellow and carpets. Um, but he's, agree- talking ze- he's talking zebra horse. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just should clarify that. <laughs> Worse like a zebra and a, carpets are like zebras. Zebra carpets? No. <laughs> yes, no. you're right. They yes, are. you are. They are like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he did agree that uh, the hyper pattern type of thing uh, exhibit or express uh, more black than the standard anim- than the standard diamond python does. So, uh, but, uh, and, you know, um, Scott was saying that, uh, that they showed, they all showed an increase in yellow pigment, but a mm. decrease in rosettes. So whatever yeah. increases the yellow may also affect the rosettes. The rosettes. So, you know, it's kind of it might be like, again, where it's like, that's the gene, but like the Jag, right? Yeah. Get the yellow, 
Mm-hmm. But you get the neurological issue as There's well. That, that is a problem. But, <laughs> yeah. but that's the gene. It, it, it increases the yellow and, and, and tones down the rosettes. So this animal has an extreme version of that. And it might be something else, which is where the reduced pattern comes far, as far as the neck goes. So, yeah. yeah. Either way, yeah, one, it's badass. It would be like the crown jewel of my collection if I had it in my hands. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I kill, I need diamonds. No, I don't. God damn it. <laughs> well, that was your one. I think one of your questions were what, what's what? What should you have gotten into earlier? What was the yeah, what was the one thing? Yeah, diamond pythons. Diamond pythons. <laughs> all this shit. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of those questions, and I was as I was writing them, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, you should definitely check it out. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, send me a message, and I'll I'll send you a picture of it so you can see mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, and I can I'll share those other ones if you want to see some of the. Uh, the central coast stuff too. Uh, yeah. just, just send me a message and I'll, I'll hit you up. I'll send them over to you. I love the diamond but, python in the plant. <laughs> it's just, isn't that cool? That one, that one ate something clearly. Um, and, that one and then, is gorgeous. The yeah, one that's in that little head like rabbit thing. hutch. I'm pretty sure it killed whatever was in there. Um, yeah, but it looks like it's about to shit it out. Right. It's kind of went I mean, down yeah, fast. Right. Well, I mean, depends on how long it's been hanging out in there. If it was like something where it didn't need to be checked on or if they went away and then they came back and the Guinea pig they left outside is dead. Um, I love the one sitting on the sofa. Like it's supposed to be there. It's like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. The crazy cool. thing about that picture was yeah. that, um, the, like they take a far away picture and that's what it is. It's just like a living room in there. It's just diamond python <laughs> sitting on a chair, sitting yeah. in the sun on the, uh, yeah, right by the window on the, on the chair. It's like, Oh, oh hello. <laughs> hello. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that thing is beautiful though. Yeah. Super nice. But yeah, you uh, need to breed reduced pattern diamond python. So I can sit there and be like, I don't need them. I don't need them. I don't need them. How'd they get here? Take these. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> They would fit right in with your colubrids. <clears throat> Just saying. Are you kidding? No, I got. Uh, look, there's room up on top of that cage right there. Oh yeah, it's you can not keep all the way up at the ceiling. They can be right over there with the roughies. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. A, a place of honor. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. So cool. your new questions. How you want to do this? You want to? Uh, I think say the should... question and answer it, and then I'll answer it. Or we can do that. We can do that. So <laughs> the first one was, <laughs> what defined why you specialized in a certain genus or species is the first one. So (laughs) it's hard to answer because like what defined it? Well, you know, my roommate had carpet pythons and they were cool. Like, and then it was (laughs) like, and then I only know. And then that just steamrolled. (laughs) The issue is like, I wanted jungle carpets to begin with. And then uh, there were no jungles available that I could find within my poor college student price range. So I got into coastals and that just snowballed it from there. But the, the, the reason what defines why I specialized in that genus is because those animals became, they became bigger, they became longer, they became bulkier. They got those, giant python like head the australian python like head that yes. every other person in my entire school was like look at my ball python and i'm like as i have this jaguar carpet python <laughs> like it i'm like Fuck you and your little tiny shit like yes. and that's what came to it and then you can see that progressing in all the other species that i got into the the big the the 
not easily bred, the somewhat of a bad attitude. Like yes. it's all that stuff is what it goes into is that I don't want something that is going to just be if I wanted a pet rock, I'd get a pet rock. You know, you want a challenge. I, exactly. I want a challenge. I want to be when I breed something, I want to have a fit in my room because it's fucking <laughs> bread. All right. Like I want to I want to have that moment. If I see something like right now, it's really cool because you can't see him. But my rough scale is sitting over there and right. he's on top of his bin, his head's hanging down just a little bit. And various points of the day today when work has been bullshit, I've turned and there he is. And it's like. There's my rough scale. Like, and that's he's awesome. Like, that's yeah. badass. Right. So, and that's the whole point. So yeah. Yeah, I would say similar to you. Um, I think uh when I was I mean, in my early days, I just kept whatever you could get. Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, that's just kind of how it was in the 80s. Whatever was there, you you just between the two of us, I think we've kept almost every single spike on species that yeah. you could think of, except for like, you know, some that aren't here. But yeah. Yeah, there have been a few, but pretty much, <laughs> I mean, we've covered the gauntlet. And, you know, as I've gone through and I, I've worked with all those different ones, the idea of working with them all is cool, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it's like, why wouldn't you want to work with everything? And I think this complete the set mentality type of deal and all that kind of stuff comes into play. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, you know, if, if this Python is cool, then this Python must be cool and this one must be cool. But for whatever reason, I just kept getting sucked back into uh, the carpets. Um, and, you know, when I was getting into Morelia, Morelia was not just carpets and chondros. It yeah. was carpets and chondros and bolens and scrubs and Owen Pellies and Ruffies. I mean, it was this, it was the cool, what, what I considered the, the cool shit, the cool kids, <laughs> but they're the outcasts of the, you know what I mean? They're not, they're not cool enough to be at a reptile show. Uh, they're not cool enough to sort of you like skip over their table. Cause it's not a know, fucking corn snake without right, its not, scales. Like, yeah, all right. You're not, you're not necessarily selling them for $10,000 a piece or whatever. Right. I mean, maybe that's different now, but at the time it wasn't, you know, and it's sort of like, um, but, but the group of people that kept them and these animals themselves were, were fucking cool enough for me, yeah. man. I didn't need any more. And, you know, once I got into them and I, I, especially with carpets, just how, you know, easy, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. Just, you know, they, they just, I don't want to say uh, to keep her error or whatever, but like they're, they're just forgiving. really bulletproof. You yeah. know? I mean, they're yeah. just bulletproof. They just adapt. Yeah. That's probably, that's the word I'm looking for. Well, they, and also you're able just to adapt hit, easy. You're able to hit the strides and, and those goals and those things like, you know, you're able to produce a clutch of carpet pythons relatively easily. Yeah. When you're, when you're a brand new keeper, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, I imagine that if it was, difficult a lot of people would have quit on it nobody ever starts out and the first couple snakes are white lips because you never fucking breed them so, <laughs> right sorry i'm getting ahead of ourselves in questions yes. <laughs> yeah. uh but like you know i fast forward to today and i think of like you know there's a couple species that's like a lot of people that are into pythons mm. don't even know that there's a no and pelly python you know what I mean? They don't even know that that's a thing. Like, and for uh, us to not only have seen one in a zoo 
not only <laughs> to have held one from Gavin Bedford's breeding stock, you know, He's, dude, I, I didn't know he was writing a book on yes. care and keeping of Owen Pelly pythons. Like yes. he, he knows that he's going to stack a box full of yes. those books and that they're coming here yes. for you, me, Keith, Rob, like, it's yeah. like if, if I'm not involved in that purchasing of those books, I'm be so pissed off. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, don't worry. We will, I will, even if it's me, I'm just going to buy a whole shit. Ton just of just them do it. Just do it. That, just do you it. Know, you guys are all, well, 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 God. but then to see a wild one. Yes. I mean, to me, if, if I wouldn't have, taken that journey and 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 started liking those snakes yeah, why i never would have been in australia yeah why yeah. would i why would i've done that you know and i don't know man it's just uh it's just a cool thing but you know <clears throat> um but with the scrubs with the bolins um you know uh, but you know they were they were all cool and all but it was really the carpets that sort of did it for Dude, me and it, it, yeah, said, to you, they're arboreal, yeah. the big chunky head. Yes, you, you know that that the uh, adaptability and captivity, and you know just the variety of color mm -hmm. and pattern that you can get with these things is just nuts. And I know we have a limited gene pool, and I I just think of like what we could possibly unlock. Yeah, if we didn't. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, like yeah, it's it's one of those things where, and I hate. I'm I'm sorry, Keith. But if somebody sat me down and they said, you can have this pair of bull and I or this pair of Owen Pelly pythons, I will pick the Owen Pelly pythons oh, every yeah. single time. Every yes. single time. That's a special snake to me. I, dude, <laughs> if I could get them, I'd already have them. Like yeah. it is. Yeah. For for so many reasons. But that, you know, I mean, we all say it all the time, but that trip was just the trip of a lifetime. And I, I don't think that... <laughs> I know when I'm on my deathbed, I'm mm. going to be glad that I was able to it, get on that trip. I and I care. didn't miss that. I don't care if I'm, I'm 70. I'm glad you didn't miss you, it either. Thank man. God, it, dude. <laughs> Whew. I, dude, and listen, if, if Owen Pelly Pythons finally make it to the U.S. and I'm in my 70s, I'm going to start figuring out where I can keep them, how I can do it, where I can set up the cages. That's like, all I'm going to have. Yeah, that's all, that's all I'll do. Just them. Yeah. yeah. Nope. So. Uh, but yeah, what? Yeah, what can I say? And mm -hmm. so that's what that's why I specialize in uh, in the genus. So. Yep. All right. So, all right. So next would be why do you keep snakes as opposed to things like geckos, monitors, and other things? This is a question not really built for you because <laughs> yeah, I've been broken you, over the you, last. Yeah, year. I don't know what happened to you. Um, but for me, like I would say that I've tried a lot of things. So I've tried monitor lizards, and right. the issue that I have is that the monitors that I tried would i don't think i could have kept them the way they should be kept in yes. the in 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 what i have going right now right. obviously if i had the space to set them up the right way i would have never gotten rid of my mangroves um and stuff like that like they were they're badass animals but it, it, i i was not prepared for those things and i did not have the stuff in there so i picked what i could keep and those are the snakes and things like that that being said, I tried monitors. I'm good. I'm I'm really good when it comes right. to monitors. Um, maybe Kim's, maybe down the road, I would need to have several severe head injuries before I start <laughs> dipping back into monitors. Geckos, I never liked dealing with bugs. I never liked dealing with crickets. Neither did I. Roaches. <laughs> I can't. I, I no. Can't do it. Uh, and, and the thing is, I I, I 
I, I dated girls who had geckos and stuff like that, and they had to do it. And and I, I hated get crickets and shit like that. I hated it. That's yeah. also probably why I didn't end up doing poison dark fox. I would love a giant tank full of Lucamellas, like the black and yellow. Um, That's what my dad has. Poison dark frogs. I would love that. Yeah. I fucking hate fruit flies. Fruit flies. I yeah. fucking hate them. <laughs> I hate them so much. I can't do it. So, um, that's probably why I didn't do that. I, I, I settled into a spe- into species because not just us species, but different species that work with what I wanted to be as far as a reptile keeper. And right. some animals don't fit into that even to this day. Like there are certain ones where it just doesn't work over here for me. And yeah. that's not because of the snake. Snakes, what it is, it's because of right. me. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, snakes will always be my favorite. Um, I just think because they're just so mm-hmm. different than us, they don't have legs, they don't have arms, they don't have you know what I mean? They Easily defeated by duct tape, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just it's just this. How do you survive? And just their ability uh, to to they just I don't know, man. It's just it's like watching Circus Olay in uh, <laughs> in nature or something. You know, I mean, it's just like from branch to branch effortlessly, and you're like, how does this? even happen i Mm. I don't know but um you know why i I like you the bug thing for me always sort of kept me away from the lizard side of things and um oddly enough i've had quite a bit of lizards throughout my life you know it's not like i haven't worked with lizards before i've had iguanas and monitors and geckos but we don't have frogs so what 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 kept us from frogs and toads like what's the or turtles I don't. I, I don't know. Turtles. I, I never. I never got into. What stopped turtles. us from getting aquatic turtles? And I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, I could tell you. Aquatic turtles. That's what <laughs> yeah, kept yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I think too. Like whenever you would go, whenever I would go as a kid on like a, a hike or a herpin mm-hmm. hike or something like that. Those were the animals you would find. You would find a box turtle. You would find a toad. You would find a, a salamander right, of some right, sort right. or a frog yeah. or something. But it would be next to impossible to find a snake. And a monitor lizard. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, so, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm drawn to them or whatever. But um, I, I'm quite enjoying the uh, Noah's Ark type of situation, if you will, uh, at the moment and sort of keeping what I dig. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. And then we'll just say, uh, did you uh, did you have a role model or mentor when you first started? Are you asking me? I mean, that's <laughs> the next question. So, oh. um, I, I mean, I, I, I started both feet jumping into the deep end. So, I got a Cal King, and it was learning as you go, which is stupid. That's not how you should do it. <laughs> That is a terrible idea. You need people to show you things. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do as I did, children. So, um, but Jason Balin was always there helping me out, you know, talking me through stuff, taking pity on me on my first couple shows (laughs) when I was sitting there with my little gray babies and shit like that. But, and that's just how it goes, where you find people that you can kind of gravitate to and you can kind of have these conversations with. So, you eventually start getting better and better and better and more plugged in. But I would say that most of my formative years as a reptile keeper were lurking on uh, 
the MP forums. So I had a lot of role models because yeah, that's where everybody was. And by some horrible, horrible <laughs> twist of fate, got to interview them and talk to them all as <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah, it's just like Jesus Christ. Did you ever so, think when you were like typing away on the forum? And... Yeah, well, no, dude, I never <laughs> typed away on the forums. I didn't say shit on the forum. Oh, you forums. were the lurker. Yeah, of course right. I was. You were a lurker. Yeah. I had three, I had like eight carpet pythons, and I thought I was hot <laughs> shit because I had two jaguars. <laughs> like, no, come on. I'm going to ask Mr. Mutton a question. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> As he's he's going to take a break from yelling at various other people to answer my question. <laughs> No, no, I'm gonna. Am I yelling at you? No, 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 no Mr. Mutton, you're not. Did you buy anything from me yet? No, God, I'm sorry. Yeah, just wanted to know Uh, about zebras. Zebras. (laughs) Well, you want to? They're from Africa. Yeah, Africa. (laughs) What are horses? Get out of here. Yeah, no, Uh, it's so. Yeah, no, I shut up and I listened and I watched. So, but there was that that really helped form and a lot of stuff like that. So. That, it's weird because you can't really pick. I didn't have one person who like took me under their wing and showed me how to breed, how to do this, how the other thing. I had multiple. You know, yeah. I had I had people yeah. teaching me like Will Leary and Anthony Caponetto and Nick Mutton. They didn't know they were teaching me. But yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. But that's that's where I learned it, and that's where I learned all this stuff. And yeah, you know, I, I didn't even think open. of it. For, yeah, I, I didn't even think of it from that point of view about yep. you know like the the multiple you know doing the podcast you're mm. talking to all these different people people mm. that you know we've sort of looked up to um you know uh, and then you realize that they're normal people and then like it's the weirdest <laughs> fucking shit in the world you dude. Know what I mean? it's like you you paint this picture that there's somebody that's you know like i, I don't know dude well, no, um, you, you try to you try to you try to not you, you try you you hold it up there and then you're sitting down and you're having a beer with these guys or and gals later on, and you're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How the fuck did I get here? <laughs> like, yeah. How did yeah. I? What did I do? What am get- I doing here? <laughs> like, right. like the first time we were like, oh, we're all gonna go go over to across the street at Tinley at this restaurant. We'll have a dinner, and they're like, we're gonna have to clear the back room. Like, why? Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> There's a lot of people here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, this, yeah. This is a this was a weird one for me too, and I, yeah. I sat on it and whatnot and. I think like uh, there's there's many people that I look up to. There's many people that I you know consider a role model. But I think as far as somebody that really taught me, not necessarily about a reptile, but how to think about keeping reptiles, so that you can apply that. So it's sort of the idea of teach someone to fish as mm. opposed to giving them a fish. Right. Gotcha. Um, that kind of deal. And I would probably have to say Rob, you know, yeah, Rob Stone. I, I, um, I, I attempt to emulate Rob Stone. I'm going to get suspenders now and just. <laughs> right on. Yep. I think the next serpent trip, I'm going to be. We're all going to wear suspenders. I might yeah. rock that, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he ain't wrong because I'm pulling my pants up the whole goddamn trip. You know what I mean? I'm really like, he's yeah. like, come on, man. He's what are all you like, for? He's all like, you guys look like morons. It's like, all right, well, <laughs> fools. Rob, Rob never flinched. His pants stay up all the time. What's your secret? These, my friend. Snap. Also, he gets this walk around and be like, I'm not a big city lawyer. And he snaps <laughs> them, but, you know. 
Yeah. But um, funny thing about me meeting Rob is that my first introduction to Rob was listening to him on Reptile Radio. Mm. And he talked about rhino rat snakes. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Like, I've, you know, it's like it's that interview. Like, I think it was the first time I heard Nick Mutton on Reptile Radio as well. You know, right. and I heard Terry, Terry Phillip on yep. Reptile Radio. Like, their knowledge is just like, what? Wait, wait, what? Wait, mm-hmm. oh, wait, hold on. What's going on here? Who is this person? And they just roll with it too. Like, you're like, Can yeah. you just slow down, please. Cause I don't know what the fuck you're saying. And he's like, yeah. yeah so I, I don't know. I'm not sure when, mm-hmm. but. I knew about Rob and then we started MP at mm. the NPR. And I think at the time he was a huge reptile radio fan. Like mm-hmm. I was, and, um, they kind of fade, they had pod fade <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they're not here no more. Nope. Um, but outlive um, them for <laughs> those were our first victims. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, um, I guess he contacted me about the podcast or something and, mm. and we just started talking and, you know, uh, I think there's probably, I don't think there's a week go by that goes by that me and Rob aren't on the phone, uh, talking about just mm-hmm. different things and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, in those conversations, I, you know, that was sort of the idea of student of the serpent is I just wanted to try to, to capture yeah. that phone call. Yeah, um, it, it's good also because Rob is he's dealt with everything. He's handled yes. everything. He's kept everything. So yes. numerous times I'm like, dude, um, is this thing a good idea? And he's like, no. <laughs> it's like, OK, <laughs> thank yeah. you. And even though you push back on him, like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being honest. Like, yeah. it's just like you know, but it, it's just one of those things where it's like he can you think that you're dipping your toe into this pool and he's been in there already. Like he knows where to go. He knows what's going on yeah. with it. So, yeah. Yeah. And he has, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, you, like you said, is the knowledge is just, is it just impresses me all the time. It's just, you know, mm. something that I, tr- I try to, to get on that level. And, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, especially when it's like, him and Keith and, and I'm like, how am I even thank, here? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like, and thank then you. it's him, Keith and Justin. And you're just like, well, that, that was the entire freaking come on, trip. Man. Dude, that was the entire freaking trip to, to Arizona. It's, it's him. It's Keith. It's Justin. Oh man. I'm and, sorry. And then I it's, left um, you in the lurch, it's, bro. Oh God, I'm forgetting his name, but the guy from the zoo. And I'm like, oh, good. Tom. Tom, Tom, thank you, Tom. Yeah. So I'm like, it's those four guys. And Owen, like it's a cool. I'm glad I'm here. What the fuck have I done? Like, I've yeah. got several authors: Owen Pelly Breeder and Blood Python God. Uh, I've got this guy who's like, oh yeah, yesterday poking a Komodo dragon in the eye. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's my dumbass. Where it's like, I bred coastals. I bred coastals. There's probably a snake over there. Like it's. But the you know the cra- the crazy thing is is that we say that, but they don't make you feel that. right. I know you it's know I mean? it's all they in my they, head. That's yes. why I'm like I gotta find something. I gotta find something. I have to find yeah. something because if I don't find shit, what the fuck am I doing? Here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's my purpose? I have to find that to find a snake. If I find a snake, I've earned my keep. I'll get invited to the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I don't think I've found any snakes in the states. Did I? I don't. I don't think I have. Dude, I, I was I so I, happy I found that claw. The claw. I'm like, yes, yes, I did it. <laughs> Point for me. Yes, it's good. I'm good. They won't. They won't leave me here. <laughs> yes, I've had enough of this, man. <laughs> Throw him out. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I I could say in all of our our immediate inner circle um, is all role models and, mm. and mentors of, of people that you know we talk to on a daily basis I, I don't think you should ever stop learning no and evolving you're you're no. you're keeping methods you're the way you you see your snakes like dude i've been buying chicken wings like nuts like we're talking like the full like full joint chicken wing like the big like looks like it came fresh off the bird because I've gotten carpets and everything to eat that stuff. And that's a nice. big meal. So I'm like, cool. It's way cheaper than a rat, but, but I'm not just doing that. So right. <laughs> I heard Owen. I Owen just, he's just chicken wing. No. Jumbo. No. Wings. <laughs> it's a supplement. It's not yeah. all the time food, but right. it's, it, you know, you have to be able to be open up about this stuff. I got, I got animals eating fish. Mike Curtin dropped off a bunch of fucking trout. <laughs> I saw a Kribo eat a trout. It's the weirdest <laughs> shit you've ever seen. Wow, that that would be weird. There's a lot of blood in a trout. I did not was not aware of that. <laughs> so yeah. it, wow, that's crazy. It's it's you have to be open to this kind of stuff, and that's how you evolve, and that's how you move on. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, and that kind of rolls into the next question: is uh, what is the one thing you know now that you wish you knew when you started? And what I know now and that what I wish I knew when I started is that, number one, bad things are going to happen. Yep. And it is not your fault. Yep. These are living animals. Yeah. Sometimes they choose to not be living animals. Yeah. You can do everything correct and your favorite animal is going to die. Yeah. Happens to everybody. You know, and that's just one of those things where you have to decide – whether you're going to keep doing this or not. And then the other thing I would say is that your snake does not need to eat a European albino rodent as a food source. It can eat a lot of other things, right? You don't need to force feed a baby carpet because it doesn't eat a fuzzy. Yeah. So, I mean, like, dude, I've gotten into that headspace of what will you eat? I will provide it to you. We're talking live quail. Yeah. Uh, fuzzies wrapped in gecko skin. Like it it works. And it's so much easier just to find what the snake will eat and provide it right. than to force it to do what you want it to do. Yeah. Fortunately, with a lot of the species that we keep, right, they, right. they only eat those odd things when they're babies. Mm hmm. But when they become adults, they do eat. They rock and hit everything in sight. Right. Mammals and, you know. So you just got to push them a little bit. And here's the thing. You get them going and then you skip a week and then you come in with a fuzzy. And I guarantee you they're like, food. Like, and that's that's what you got to yeah. do. So, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, the, the, the red jag downstairs that you produced, yeah. it was eating fuzzies with you. Yep. It came over here, refused everything. Right. Ate six goldfish and has been hitting every single rodent I've ever put in front of it 
since the goldfish. Okay. But it just needed to get over whatever block it had in its head. We did the reverse of the getting yeah. them to eat in right. the car you, we ride. We took it a car ride and then it broke. <laughs> we broke it. I, it happens. So it that's what happens. And and I'd rather figure stuff out like this than sit there and be like, what you have to do is take the head of the fuzzy and jam it in the fucking animal's mouth. <laughs> like, you know, it's. Yeah, I yeah. did that. <laughs> I, I did that, too. I have the pinky pump. I'm going to frame it. I'm going to put it in a shadow box and be like something that will never be used again. Like it was used <laughs> once, never the fuck again. Right. So, yeah. Um, For me, um, I would say that. Uh, the a big thing for me is not to get caught up in the morph game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I kind of got sucked into that. Not that uh, again, I'm not anti morph. I'm not, I'm not whatever. But I think with me, where I sort of really kind of screwed up with that is that the whole idea of getting everything mm-hmm. and not really understanding what that implies as far as commitment, as far as time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as soon as the next thing would be, would be in, in the works, it's like, I forgot about the thing that I was excited about for the year before. Right. Because now I'm worried about the thing that I don't have. Yep. And where I'm losing focus is, is that my hobby has become the hunt Mm -hmm. rather than the keeping part of it. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wish that I would have, if I was, if I were to do the morph thing again, like really go balls to the walls, I would pick a project and that's sort of what I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of working on tigers. I mean, I remember if you listen to the very early episodes of NPR, you and me both said about, wouldn't it be awesome to have a table, table a of show every single tiger, every yeah, yeah, tiger, yeah. red tiger, yes. tiger, Balin tiger, Russian tiger, Exanic tiger, yes. caramel tiger. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hypo tiger. Um, and I think a lot of the successful people that are in any type of morphs, mm-hmm have done that right yeah. i think of john battaglia with the, the diamond jungle jags i think yeah. of uh you know mike Curtin with the uh the the uh, ocelot, uh, ocelot yeah. jags i think of you know um who else who else would come to mind well uh, even like Eric uh the new the reds um, right uh bailing with the reds bailing with uh, the reds bailing with the tiger stuff that he's got going on um yeah, man. Like there, there's there's a bunch of people that really kind of zone in on one thing, and that's and their they fucking and they it. and they kill it, and then people will like line up for their shit every year. Yeah, I think of Martin, right? Yep. Martin yep. Rosemond, yep. like he he's sort of taken the torch for uh, John Battaglia, yep. if you Gamma will, and stuff and like, like that. Yeah, he's doing all that Diamond Jungle stuff, and like I get this idea that his collection is enormous, but mm. like. I don't think his collection is anywhere it's near the, the size of yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's this whole idea of like what you see online and it's yep. just like um you know he's producing amazing animals and you're just like wow okay yeah. all right you know uh Michael Pan Michael Pennell with mm-hmm. uh Coastals. his coastal carpets and you know I, I mean I could go on and on and on but like again it's just like somebody Luke Snell with his IJs and mm-hmm. you know Yasser and all, all that stuff you know um but I wish I wish I would have did that. I wish I would, uh, and and that sort of is the same thing as like wishing not appreciating what I have at the moment, mm-hmm. rather than being not not that you shouldn't be planned ahead, 
of what's coming next or what you would like to add or what your dreamless species are or whatever, mm-hmm. but sort of just getting focused on worrying about the next thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but a year ago, my perception would have been that this is the next thing. Yeah. You know, like, and now it's like, eh, I have a roughie. Eh, I have an albino carpet. Eh, I have, you know, it's like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. No, you have a rough scale python. Pay attention. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's sort of mine. Yeah. So, next one is what is the coolest reptile moment breeding, herping, or keeping? So, breeding. That's easy. Breeding. <laughs> it is when I have bred animals that I produced their grandparents. So, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Herping, duh. <laughs> yeah, you and me have the same answer, no, no, I would fine. imagine. Keeping, um, when I figure out something cool about the species, like, dude, I I know I've got to be pissing several people off with this whole team war bullshit of like, they're using their tunnel. Like, I, I like, I mean, it's, but it's just, nah, but that's cool. It's cool to me because then yes. it's like, why are they doing this? What's going on? Why did they want to be over there? They're both doing things together. Maybe because they're together, she'll ovulate and he'll be right the fuck there. Like, you know, it's one of those things. So I'm really enjoying that. So I would say those are the three there. So obviously breeding, uh, mm-hmm. maternal incubation was was doing that as my first clutch that I've ever produced and just going right into it. 100%. Right. Can't say as, it went as well with the second clutch, mm-hmm. but the first clutch it did was all right. a huge yeah. success. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and you know, wow, watching life just hatch out yeah. in your snake room, you know, is, is pretty cool. Obviously the herping is the, uh, Duh. Northern territory trip in the OP. Um, yep. and the keeping part of it. Um, yeah, I, I would probably, I would probably have to say, up until this point, mm. I'm going to say before having the monitors and stuff um, is just the whole watching the behavior of diamond pythons when mm-hmm. they would like know that the light was going to go out. They mm-hmm. would bask under that light to soak up some heat and like, you know, they would come out before the light went on or during the day. And, you know, to me, that just that just fascinated me. And the fact that they're out and about at 50 degrees, like where are you food? doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are, like, where are you wait. going? Yeah. It's... Why don't I have more of you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So next is what species would you keep if you could only keep one species? Ruffies. <laughs> Ruffies? Ruffies. I mean, I, I want to say Ruffies and, and I will say Ruffies. But if you had to say like that was it, you couldn't do anything else, I'd probably do diamonds just because you can have variety and you can have fun with diamonds and there's a mix with that stuff. And then they can also do like the unplug, drop everything and leave. But, you know, if I had to get rid of all if I had to get rid of all my shit today, the only thing that would not leave the house would be the rough scales. That's a tough one. Yeah. Um it's a tough one for me because I'm sort of torn between inland carpets and diamonds, but I mm. probably would have to say there's a lot of talk about the superior Morelia and all. It's rough let's scale. Face That's it, what man. it is. Shut up. No. <laughs> Diamond pythons are hands down the superior Morelia. It's, you have a head injury. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, they're just the, I mean, they're freaking beautiful. Yeah. 
I mean, I've never seen an ugly one. <laughs> um, Even the dark, like, yeah, that's a fugly one. It's still beautiful. <laughs> it's like it's still yeah. awesome looking. Uh, Inland's coming close second because I just think that they're such a cool species and you can do super a lot underrated. With, and yeah, yeah, they're just they're so cool, and they're very similar to the diamonds that mm-hmm. they're kind of tolerant. If I were to pick a, a species that's just a lizard, if you mm. said to me only a lizard, Kimberly's, Kim's. no doubt, okay, hundred yeah, percent. All right, uh, which species have you tried to bred, breed, and failed the most? White lips. I have tried numerous times with white lips and failed miserably every single fucking time. But I'm gonna keep going. Maclots pythons can't get those. <laughs> <laughs> Water pythons can't do that either. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's been diamond pythons because all those weird species that you're talking about, Mm. I never held on long enough to get to that breeding size because I've realized they weren't for me. Well, what kills me long before they, they grew to adults. What kills me is that if I could just get the goddamn max, if I could just get an adult female, I could get this done. But every time I get a girl and she gets up to size, it's like cancer. I'm like, God damn it. Or she she gets egg bound and dies. Like I've I have had or she's a male. Like I've had four females for glitch over the years. So glitch was I gave you glitch in 2012. I know. I know. I know when he <laughs> and, showed up. And and I got that one. I got the first female for him within two weeks after getting him. And they were both not of size, so I raised them up. And then I moved out here in 2014. Right. Two years later. And when we got here, about a month later, she dropped the slug clutch. And I then she that. died. Yeah. yeah. So that was the first one. Then I got him another female. That one turned out to be a male. <laughs> so uh, then I got another. <laughs> then I got a baby female from Dennis. And I spent a couple years raising her up. And she was on the cusp of getting ready to roll when I noticed there was a giant lump in the side of her and had her taken to the vet cancer. So she right. died. So now I have another baby female that I got from Nick that I'm raising up. <laughs> this is like the third or fourth goddamn Timor Mac. And what kills me is that there have been numerous times where I see like an adult pair of Macs or something cheaper and i'm like oh shit and i go jump on it and they're sold or right. yeah like, right they're, they're yeah piss me off every time at this point now i've told everybody at hamburg shows the maclots python comes walking in that door somebody better fucking call me so it's <laughs> that's a good yeah, thing about being on mbr right <laughs> bring my own probe kit and i'll be like girl good put it in a bag like it's yeah yeah unlike you i haven't had like I said, I, I really like you, you have you have a short window of time mm. to be with me and sort of <laughs> figure out if we're going to work together. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that happens. And it's that short window of time. And then they're then they're over here forever. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> like uh, nah, this ain't going to work. <laughs> yep. Next, I, I got to go. I got to visit you and grab some other shit. <laughs> so, yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, 
yeah. So I, I think for me, diamond pythons are really the only, and it's not, I, I'm not, when I say that, it sounds like, oh yeah, I breed everything that I, that I try, but I really only really bred <laughs> carpets. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, diamonds yeah, are really, you, you haven't tried anything else that you haven't like, no, I mean, I, I don't think your scrubs were old enough to try. Nope. Um, yeah, no. And then I lost the boy. Similar to you, it's the same yeah. type of thing, right? Yeah. You know, you have these projects, and it's like you buy a pair, mm. and it's like you know when you're doing that, you're just rolling the dice type of thing because it you got to basically wait four years, and by the time those four years, who knows what's going to happen? And, and it's really shitty if you if you take two years and then you go to pair them together and they yeah. combat, and you're like mother. <laughs> yeah. And it, what kills you is that if I had just gone and bought like four fucking females when that first adult died <laughs> and just raised them all up like four babies like found them bought them raised them no problem again so. this is like part of those conversations with rob right yeah. you know he talks about it all the time yeah if you're gonna do some of these harder to breed i want to say harder but like not figured not out. as easy yeah. yeah 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 like you know it's not like it's magic or anything but it's just but it's, it's not a it's, cookie cutter yeah. right it's you know like to your point earlier you just said like you put carpets together pretty much you're gonna get eggs <laughs> you know it's it's kind of yeah. like yeah. <laughs> when i moved i'm like i'm not gonna breed but i put animals together i got two clutches i'm like i all right <laughs> like it's, right um but with some of these other ones you, you if you're relying on just a pair you know you might have trouble yeah. and Rolling and even with the stuff. whole idea, like you look mm. at Rob with his um, his uh, tree boas, right? His Jamaican you know, boas, or the Jamaican boas, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but like those yeah. those tree boas in particular, right. Right. that you know, I remember when he was breeding them, and the the she's pregnant for like I don't know, it's like two hundred and something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's just like I don't know if she's pregnant or not, and da 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 da, and. Uh, you know, uh, he, he puts uh, two males and stuff together with the mm -hmm. female and, and all these things that he's he's done from just, again, having, well, he told me this too. Eric, what are you doing? You need a smaller collection so that you can enjoy this and, you know, stop messing around with this bullshit and get yeah. a smaller collection and pages and do all that. He's been telling me, Eric, you need, you know, if you're going to get monitors, get Kimberly rocks and, mm -hmm. you know, it's <laughs> just like Small, uh, a smaller collection in bigger cages makes everything so much easier. And also yes. like, dude, I don't want to be downstairs scrubbing. Like, dude, I've had over 200 animals before. That's uh, dude, a whole fucking day. Like it's also, it's a full fucking freezer and a bunch of other shit. Yeah. I would rather have a couple a small collection of cool species that when they breed, that's awesome. And then I can take my time selling it. Like it's, I would prefer to only have about three or four carpet clutches a year. And then right. the rest is grab bag, you know, some pine snakes, some rhinos, some black rats, some right. mad hogs, the Chinese king rats, the blue beauties, some Timor pythons, olive pythons. Like I'd do that. Right. And I would enjoy that more than just having an entire incubator full of carpet clutches and i've done that before right because eventually you just have a ton of fucking carpets right. so yeah yeah okay. so now uh next one is which species have you had regret passing on for me yeah gila monsters okay 
My, when, when the zoo that I work for closed down, they had uh, three Gila monsters, two reticulated and a banded. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a male banded and then a female. Re- I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a male banded and then a female reticulated and a uh, female banded. I'm sorry. No, it was the other way around. The male and female were the reticulated and then it was another female banded. And the uh, guy who used to work at the zoo or owned the zoo, he's like, hey, man, if you want them, they're yours. You're just going to have to pay me for them. And he wanted some like couple thousand dollars stuff like that like which would be normal for an right. adult trio of gila monsters at the time and but he's like but dude you can pay me on payment plans stuff of that we'll work some other shit out and i'm like i can't do it i really can't and i wish i had because they were great animals they were well-behaved animals and he had never worked them correctly to get them to breed he had just been doing what he thought he should be doing right. and basically trying to keep him cool down like collier bridge where it's just like i've talked to a lot of people now and it's like i bet you i could get Gila monsters to go right like i think that'd be a cool start and i bet it'd be a really cool project to get into but now i'm like eh, i'd have to like build a new setup because they're not conducive for the shit that i have now back right. then i could have totally devoted <laughs> like an area for the Gila monsters and done that right so right Took over Mort's house. Yeah, old, I mean, <laughs> tried. I, I, I said that too. I'm like, how about we get Gila monsters, and then in winter time when Mort's inside, they go over here for winter, and then in summertime when Mort's outside, the Gila monsters can have his pen. You're not allowed to have venomous lizards. I'll be careful. No, you won't. <laughs> I have tongs. I have, it's fine. I'll, I won't <laughs> touch it. Yes, you will. Yeah. Probably. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Why do you know me so well? Why do you well? know me all the <laughs> shit? So, yeah. I'm working on it. I'm going to wear it down. Don't worry. Uh, that's all. That's, that's all uh, <laughs> look over your shoulder. Okay. It's fine. Clear. It's good. We're good. <laughs> uh, what species did I pass on? So there's a bunch of carpet stuff that I passed on in the early days that I wish I didn't. But I mm-hmm. think the one that uh, probably sticks out to me when I was just getting back into, I don't even know if I've ever told you this, but when I was just getting back into reptiles in the early two thousands, mm. um, my dad had known a guy that had indigo snakes. Oh my God. <laughs> and you're a fool. He, he was giving them away. <laughs> of course he was. Because he, sell them. he didn't know anything about like, the reptile shows, right? Oh you know what I mean? Because if, I mean, think about that. That's just sort of like when it was sort of mm-hmm. coming into mm-hmm. its, its heyday or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But uh he's like, Do you want these? And I was like, No, I don't want them. They're not a python. What? Get out no. of here. <laughs> what? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I would have loved to have uh Yeah. But who knows? You know, maybe I would be a colubri guy. You'd be a colubri guy, yeah. yeah. Weird. So. Those people are weird. I don't trust them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, that. Um. <laughs> Did I tell you that like I'm actively, I'm not feeding my false water cobra like people feed false water cobra. Like I'm not pounding them with food. Right. They're still growing like fucking weeds. Like, really? I, I, oh my God, they're getting bigger. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, no, please slow down. <laughs> The, there, there's only other one other python that I passed on that I wish I didn't, and the pygmy bandit pythons. Yeah. When I got my Cape York carpets, yeah. they were sort of available, and I passed on them. I wish I didn't. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, what was the hardest lesson you learned while keeping reptiles? <sighs> you can plan everything down to a motherfucking T, right? And these fuckers will ruin it. Like yeah. it is, your book, your oh, book, throw your book meaningless. It is meaningless. It is. You can do everything. You can you can set up and pull out these two animals that you've even hatched and you can raise them up going like eventually they will breed and they will produce blank. And, and you know what? You can do everything. They can end up being a pair, which is your first big mistake that happens. One turns out to be the wrong one, but they could do that. They can both grow with no problems, no sickness, no nothing. They can both get to breeding size around the same time, which is something else that can get fucked. Then right. they can go together and they can be compatible where she won't chase him out of the cage or he won't freak the fuck out. And they can still lock up and you can get eggs and those eggs can hatch. But you can still not get the shit you were trying to get. Like, yeah, all those babies can actually be like, there's not a single fucking one of them. <laughs> yeah, so true. So there's all that that can go wrong. There's so much that can. And you have to take that into account where people tend to think that what they're getting is that they're going to take this animal, this animal, they're going to breed and the clutch is going to come out and they're going to have all these babies they're all worth a shit ton of money right. when in actuality one will be. And right. that's if you find somebody to pay you for it. Right. So, and that's something that I is, is a hard lesson is that, you know, I bought my first room of cages on credit because I thought in the next year or so I was going to have multiple clutches this. of carpet cut pythons and I was going to be able to pay off all the shit. Right. That is not fucking true. Right. <laughs> like it is, and that's just how it goes, man. I mean, yeah, I had caramel jags, but those caramel jags weren't – I didn't have 40 of them. Right. And they weren't all selling for that exact price that I thought they were. So that was the shit. Yeah. I think similar to you, yeah. I mean, keeping reptiles keeps you humble, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I think – I think it's perception, right? The perception is, is that everybody's successful because you're looking at the internet and everybody's, you know, right. sharing their clutches and sharing their successes. And, you know, even people do share, you know, the screw ups and things that go wrong and whatnot, yeah. but even still, you're still more, you're still seeing more of the positive rather than the negative that goes right. along with it. And I would say right. it's probably equal in your, yeah. in your keeping, you know, I mean, and you're keeping history, right? You're going to have just as many successes as you are going to have failures. <laughs> I, I think I've said that where it's like every breeding season, there is several highs followed yeah. by several gut punching lows. Yeah. Where it's like, and you just hope to God by the end of the season that the highs have outdone the lows and you have a good season. Um, I had that one season a couple of years ago where every clutch, like I had a ton of slug clutches. Like you remember, I was opening up yeah. bins and pulling females off slug eggs. And I'm like, cool. I'd have had eight clutches this year, but fuck yeah. all. And that just happens. Um, and, and you can be on freaking cloud nine because I hatched out a brand new species. Uh, look, this year I, I hatched out mad hogs. It was fucking great. And then the next week, the rhinos were due. Right. And that's when I found out all the rhino babies had died in their eggs. Right. So I again, it, yeah. high, 
gut punching <laughs> low. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, don't get too cocky. Don't sir. get too Smack. cocky. Yeah, it, breeding reptiles will. It, it's a roller coaster, and again, yeah. some people are not. They're not cut for it. I mean, you just yeah. some people. It's just not for them. There's a lot that goes into it. And like I said, you can do everything correct, and your favorite animal could still end up dying on you. Yeah, similar to so I have two stories that mm. would go along with that. Similar to you, right? It's sort of like. I think that the just in general, the hardest lesson that I've learned while keeping reptiles is just the breeding part of it, right? Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, even even probably we've sort of portrayed this way as like, you know, as which is sort of why I wanted to go in real extensive in this last breeding episode where we sort of went into some of those negative things that could come about or the things that are not necessarily talked about as much. Like we talk about how to get them to breed. Mm-hmm. Right. We talk about, you know, what to look for when you you're on the way. And then it's sort of like, OK, you got eggs. Life is good. Right. But the party's just beginning, my friend. Yeah. You know, you, you, like, now you must hatch the egg. It never stops. There's and then never that's a the moment. Thing, right? <laughs> you you get the you, you know, you 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 go through those, you know, the incubation time, whatever it is. And you're just like you're you're an egg will go moldy or something Uh and just like, ah, you're losing your shit or whatever. Or the clutch could be perfect. They hatch out. None um, of the meat. (laughs) Well, even before that, right. I remember the one I had this beautiful coastal carpet hatched out of the egg and I I opened up the egg box and for whatever reason it shot out of the egg and then it was dead and ripped open. You know, (laughs) that's, and that's the thing. I love it when people are like, well, you know, when do you really think that the babies are established and you can stop worrying about them? When they turn four. <laughs> and even then. When they when they turn four. But even then, it's just new worrying. <laughs> like, there's, <laughs> there's new shit that you have to deal with, like, breeding. Like, yeah. it, there, there's never that moment when it's, like, because, like you said, it's it, it's it, it, there's one thing after the other. There's never that moment where you're, like, I have succeeded. Vindication. I am the superior. No, because you have to do this now. Right. Like, it, yeah. Yeah, it never, it never, never seems stops. to. It never and then stops. to your right, I remember I was like, oh my God, I produced an albino zebra jag. Like, this is so cool. And they wouldn't fucking eat, you know? <laughs> and you're just like, oh my God. So, dude. I, everything to this point has been perfect. I don't know why. And here's this perfect baby, beautiful, and I can't get it to eat. <laughs> I don't know about you, but like everybody's everybody's hatched, everybody's shed, and it's time to go downstairs and feed them for the first time. I'm like walking around the house like knocking on things i'm like okay here we yes. go let's get this yeah. going okay it's yeah. okay if they don't eat <laughs> like it's <laughs> oh my goodness yeah yeah it's 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 crazy so th- that definitely will teach it and i think one of the hardest lessons for me is like um learn to listen to my gut mm. um yeah i've i've had experiences where i've listened to people's advice and it's not that they're giving me the wrong advice, but they're not standing there in my reptile room right, with me right. to see what I'm seeing. And I am probably doing a poor job of explaining it and the advice I'm getting. And I sort of go with it and, you know, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out. I would um, agree. And I would also say that, like, there have been a couple of times where I'm looking at an animal and I'm like, you're not right. Something's right. Wrong. Right. And you almost convince yourself that it's not right everything's fine don't go with that go with your right. gut. go if right. you're looking at this animal that you've seen you see it every day. life 
right. every day. And all of a sudden you're like, something's not right. You're correct. Now figure it out. <laughs> right. Like it's, you can tell right away. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, oh, yeah. it, immediately, it's, immediately. Like, you know, it's like, oh, they, but, like there's a lot of spit on your glass. Come with me. Like, go with it. Just yeah. roll with it. Because other people would be like, I'll just wipe this off. Like, no, 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 no. Keep going. Something's wrong. Something's different. Something's changed. Yeah. And I think for me, that's sort of why the behavior aspect of the whole thing sort of comes into play. Mm-hmm. Because I mm-hmm. think that, I think that's, re- you know, I think guys like Rob and Keith, um, their knowledge is based off of observing reptiles right. in captivity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hours yeah. and hours and hours of of just watching reptiles in captivity and trying to figure out not necessarily worrying about what a book says. Not that there's anything wrong with the book. The book is a good launching point. It gets you correct. started. Yeah. But then you sort of have to like sort of uh, develop your ideas of 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 what you think you know it, it, herping helps with that mm-hmm. right because you're in the environment you get a feel for this stuff you know that's a that's another added thing that you can sort of put in your brain to sort of like get an idea of what's what but like you know when you're in your reptile room and you're sort of observe like uh, and it per- this is a perfect example in the early days of keeping carpets in mm-hmm. the in the early like 2006s or 2000 up to probably about what would you say 2010 we kept them a little bit different at least yeah. this was the norm right it was a 90 degree hot spot yep 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 and it was 85 degree ambient and you had to have humidity and it right. was like you know you right. had to have all these things i and, would be a monster if i went back in time like dude it's yeah. like i'm like 83 hot spot and then whatever the fucking room is like, right. like <laughs> but the thing was is like you and here is a point right yeah. I, I remember talking with luke snell and we were sitting there and i was like you know i noticed that my carpets are all crammed up against the front of the tub now at this time they were just little carpets right all smashed up against the front of the tub and when you see that it's like huh why are they all doing that yes (laughs) you know what i mean like why is i uh i found out that when when buddy was over here uh i'm checking all the shit and i'm looking up and and all the white lips are on the front of their bins and i'm looking up at the herp stat and it's reading like 78 and then nothing's happening i'm like bullshit right tape that the, the 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 one rack where the probe is the each individual level has its own tape that right. tape went bad so ah. all the other cages right. around it were close to 100 something degrees wow and so we had to rip it apart find the probe which i have extra probes so we swapped it out so it wasn't the probe that was broken it was the tape so now we know ran the probe to a different cage everything's now being functioned as it should be but you gotta you gotta see those cues. Why are all these animals that love warmth and humidity up in the front of their cages? Right. And why is that thing up there saying 78 at a hundred percent when everything else around it's reading 80 something? Right. <laughs> Something's not right. Something's not right. <laughs> right. So you gotta be observant to that kind of shit. Yeah. And dude, heat tape and bullshit like that, that shit is scary. That's how shit dies. Yeah. You know, and that's how you burn down your fucking house. I got to be honest, man. Part mm. of the, my part of the idea of keeping reptiles with lights again is you just have to worry about a bulb that goes out, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. oh, dude, <laughs> yeah." Like I that like that wasn't in my brain recently. I'm like, you know, oh, it's the greatest. You know, if I put these all in spotlights with timers, 
fucking awesome. I would just have to get a bunch of a case of fucking light bulbs. Yeah. And the other thing is, uh, this is just off. Of, I got these. Uh, I got. I got a. It was a box of five. A box of six mm. smart plugs. Mm-hmm. And and I'm a little bit. Uh, behind on the whole smart home thing, right? But I've just I've overindulged in it as of recently. I'm talking to Siri all the time. Turn on the lights. Turn off the lights. This, that, the other. Yeah. But in this room that I'm in now, yeah, I have the lights all on these timers, and you can go in on your phone mm-hmm. and you can set a shortcut to that timer so that you can set it to come on and off based off of the sunrise and sunset. Damn it. That's oh, it's cool. the greatest thing. That's cool. Oh, it's so fucking awesome. Like, you yeah. never have to adjust for daylight savings time. Yeah. You never have to adjust. It's just like the sun goes down, the lights go off. The sun comes up. Lights go on. Go yeah, on. you need to send me that link because I'm going to need to do that because <laughs> oh, I, I have that timer switch in the front no, of my room. I know. <laughs> I know. I have the timer switch, I will, but I want to, I want to do the promise. Thank you. My friend. Please do. Cause you know what? I have the light. Cause now the problem, the problem is with having reptiles in multiple rooms is I have to go around in the beginning of this <laughs> turning on okay. fucking lights. Oh, and then I have to go around oh. turning off fucking lights. And if I'm going for a week, they either are in darkness or in light the whole time. Yeah. So, Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I will, I'll, I'll send it after the, after yeah, the but check that out. I think it was like, I think it was four of them were like 40 bucks. Six of them were like 50 bucks or something like that. Whatever. Um, but yeah, dude, it's, it's so great. Um, yeah, definitely. But, okay. I think we got the last question. Right? I think that's it. Um, after that is there's a nothing, but it says closing. Uh, if you would like, oh, to no, just, you didn't do, uh, oh, no, wait, shit. Okay. If you could start, your keeping reptiles experiences over would you change anything and what would it be yeah all roughies <laughs> no well no I, I i change it and i do i do cages and i do lights yeah I do cages, yeah. I do lights for everything because that's the main reason why I haven't done a lot of shit with my guys as far as lighting and as far as like other things is because it's so hard to fucking do it when you're in it. Um, yeah. If I could do it over, I do what Rob does. Lights, red lights, stuff 100%. like that. 100%. Do that. I feel so much better about it. Um, and like I said, you just got to get a case of fucking bulbs and wait yeah. for something to blow and just be like, oops. Change out and, and the change out, and then go away. Like it right. would be, I would do that. So, um, I think and, I, I, and wheels, everything goes on fucking wheels. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. And really bad if my house catches fire because I'm going to be like, I'm keep going back and forth, grabbing pythons and heaving them out the door towards <laughs> Melissa and be like, throw it in the car. Like right. it's just like, yeah, no, just put them in there, just put them to the door. Like I'm going back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think for me, I wouldn't get so ch- caught up in the morph game. That would mm. be number one. Um, I wouldn't be worrying about trying to produce the world's first of whatever to, right. to give me legitimacy or whatever. Um, that would be that. I would get more diamond pythons. Yeah. That would be another yeah. one. And uh, I think like you, I would probably keep my collection a lot smaller. I'm getting there. A lot, lot smaller. I'm yeah. getting there. It's weird because I have those, I have the 41 court racks at the front of the room. And this whole thing with that heat tape has scared the crap out of me. And it's just like going to the point where I'm like, when was the last time this, these racks have been full? 
maybe necessarily can we swap them out for some cages that go this way and go stack up like that how many right. could i fit in there would it be kind of the same thing like it just, yeah first i gotta do um like I, I moved all the i moved a bunch of the wood cages around because to make room for the new eight footers yeah and i found out some of the wood cages were getting a little moldy and i'm like really so we're just swap those bitches out and just get some plastic ones so right. yeah right. yeah i uh i you know to your point right it's mm -hmm. hard to turn the ship mm -hmm. when your collection is here mm -hmm. you still have to care for it the way you always have but you sort of want to change it right and to do that like just like snap of the fingers it's it's kind of hard it is. And it's one of those things of like, Melissa and I aren't going to be in this house forever. Right. When we move, I intend to do it correctly this time and build the snake room before the snakes go in it. Yeah. So if I have to put them in temporary caging while I take their cages and build and put, put them on platforms that have wheels on it so that they're finally all on wheels, yes, that is right. what we will do. If right. I can do other things to try to get away from heat tape and other things like that that could end up killing my collection and other things like that i probably will do it then yeah. um would i like to get them into their own separate building yes so there's a lot of that yeah i think i think part of our thing was though mm -hmm. we came up in a different time of we reptile did. keeping where the technology wasn't necessarily advanced enough or the knowledge of how to mm -hmm. keep them that you see over the last, say, what, four years have right. has really sort of like pushed ahead in a huge way. Yeah. Uh, which is great. But, you know, we weren't, we were from a different hmm. time. You know what I mean? It, right. was, it was, I don't know. It was just different. So now it's sort of like, even though that's probably what we should have did all along, um, we didn't. Right. Now you sort of have to, you know, sort of change the, the, the thing and, and even like talking to rob it's like he 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 dwindled down his collection and then it sort mm -hmm. of dwindled back up because then you're like oh what's one more snake you know what i mean yeah you know that, that's, like that's always the issue like 40 snakes and you're like that ah, what's 41 and then next thing you know you're at yeah, like shit, 87 yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like what the hell so. yeah that that's that's that or the thing is like you do what i did and you're like I don't need to keep any from this year. Ooh, but this one's pretty. Like, and then you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. So that's the new questions. I like them. Those man. are the new this questions, man. Some uh, some good stuff. I think we might not sure. use all of them per se each episode because there's a lot no, of no, them. No, no. But we'll mix and match and see what's yeah. up. So yeah, depending on the guests, some some will apply. Some yep. won't. Some know. won't. So this way we can kind of kind of see how it goes, and we got a little bit of a different thing there for everybody. So yeah. So. All right. Uh, wow, we did go two hours. I thought it was going to be short. Never, that, but... never short. <laughs> never short. What? No, it's longer. No, it's the most longer. It, of course, we went. We we were rambling for the first hour and a half. It's yeah, bad true. when we're an hour into the show and you're like, "Well, she do the first thing." Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So, yep, we're back. Um, uh, Nipper can stop gonna... screaming. Yeah. Yep. We will uh, we'll be back in uh, hopefully, you know, we got the Gecko podcast that's coming. We got a couple other ones that are mm -hmm. carpets and coffee should be back. Well, by the time you get this, it will be back. 
<laughs> we're sort of doing this early. Uh, so by the time you're listening to this, hopefully uh, we'll have an episode of the Carpets and Coffee. We'll be back into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, all the other pod. I, I think it's almost to where we have a podcast per day. Per day. My God. <laughs> Every day, a new a new podcast dropping. Yeah, that's the goal. So we're getting there, and uh, hopefully you guys appreciate the content that's coming out. We got uh, the Boa show that's still in the works. That's sort of happening slowly over time. That will they'll they'll be getting released. Uh, April has her first episode of Strictly Shorties. Yes, um, about to be dropped um, probably in a couple weeks, um, and it's Keith McPeak. Uh, on the first episode, and uh, good choice. Cool. Yep, I agree. Um, and that that should be uh, should be a fun listen for sure. April's April's awesome, and uh, you know it's it's cool to learn some of the history of the short tales and stuff. Because even though I don't keep short tales, uh, we have a love hate relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I hate keeping them, but I love them. I love know? looking at them. So we yes. just we just go over to Matt's when we need a short tale. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a shame. I'll, Sex those little but I love it, like, we, viper we, babies. We, we both made that decision. Like, it is, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're just <laughs> we're in agreement, my we friend. We're both in agreement. We're like these things not for us. Matt, yes. sure, he can have it's them. so funny how like you're either a a long but Matt, but Matt isn't, but Matt isn't because he's got all the he's slugs, got both. but yeah. then he's got Sanzinia and Ruffies and all this other shit. Well, it's easy to it's well, no, I shouldn't yeah, say no, that. I was going to say no. it's easier to love the, the those. <laughs> it's easier, <laughs> but it's easier to love the skinnier ones. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, all right. Good point. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, and, you know, if you're into short tail pythons, you probably like gaboon vipers, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Uh, the new calendar winners are up on the website. Um, we are working on some... Stuff. Uh, updating some stuff on there. Um, the we'll calendars a- that I have, I think there's a couple people on the Patreon that didn't contact me back with mm-hmm. their address. So if you didn't get a calendar and you're in the inland tier, uh, hit me up and I'll make sure that I get one out. Otherwise, everything should be out. I know the mail has been kind of sucky. Uh, I know a lot of people got them, but there's still mm-hmm. a few people that haven't. I got Scott Iper's back. It says unable to ship or something to Australia. Oh, Some kind of big pink message on the front of the envelope. No, to I'm Australia. Like, like, oh, oh no, God. I can't even put stuff oh, in Australia. Oh my Australia. God! Like Jesus. They know you're. They know you're trying to get it. You're trying to ship yourself over there. Yeah, so yeah. I have to figure that out. But uh, I think at this point I might have five left. So uh, I forgot how much work that is too. I Holy told shit, you, man. Yeah. fucking putting the mailing them. And, yeah. Right in the ad. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. <clears throat> but labor of love. Uh, we're yeah. going to have uh, sometime sure. probably mm-hmm. over the next cup up. I think, I don't know if it's the third Sunday of the month, we're going to mm-hmm. do the private stream Yep. Uh, on the Sunday. Um, yeah, I think, I, I don't know. There's so much stuff going on. Yeah, so I know, right? Go to the website, MoreliaPythonRadio.com if you want to find out and keep up to date with what's going on. Check out our Instagram, uh, NPR Network. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, email is info at moreliapythonradio.com. Uh, um, let's see, what else? Uh, you know, if you want to support the show, uh, a good way. If there's an episode you like, share it around. Uh, that always helps. 
please subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, where we do live streams from time to time. Mm -hmm. The uh, the Aussie Herp, Herp guys uh, do live streams from time to time. And um, we do carpets and coffee there. Uh, so you can go over there and subscribe. Hopefully we'll get some more content and stuff uh, for the, for that going as well. We've got two herping trips lined up, so yep. we can get some content for that. I know Lucas has been sick for a while, but he's yeah. and he's been gonna work crazy on studying, for... but he's got some Arizona videos. Yeah, he's got all the Arizona stuff he's going to gonna fix up for us, so we'll get that cooking once we can. And, That'll be uh, cool. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. You can all see me freak out over trying to look for a rattlesnake without having anything on me, like with, <laughs> without a hook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want some merch over in the Teespring store um, and uh, yeah, I, hopefully we can add some more stuff to that. This, yeah, this I'm hoping to get to do that sister. Too. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, finally there's our Patreon page. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to do that, I'm thinking about putting, uh, I know the, the hurt, network guys they kind of did a dollar one i thought that was kind of an interesting yeah why not maybe do that um so who knows but uh if you want to support us there much appreciated not needed i appreciate just you listening and uh supporting the show but uh if you want to go the extra step that's how you do it uh and that that sort of helps support all the podcasts in the network and uh my last thing is just us arc support us arc that's all i got Okay. Uh, for me, you, we got, um, let's see, we got uh, Instagram is going to be rogue underscore reptiles and Facebook is rogue reptiles. The website is rogue dash reptiles.com. And of course, uh, as far as shows go, I do have one coming up this weekend. It is the Hamburg reptile show. So uh, I will not be vending. I can't do that. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> Um, I will be, uh, there. So if you need anything, please let me know. And then I will be vending the Oaks reptile show later on this month. I'm actually, um, going to go hang out with our friend, uh, Pedro. Uh, he's got a table and, uh, he said I could hang out with him all day. So I'm going to do that. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to do that. Uh, other than that, that's all I got for everybody. <laughs> Uh, stuff is available on the website. If it's not on the website, it's not available. So um, <laughs> we'll say thanks everybody for listening. It's good to be back and we'll catch everybody next week for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night. <laughs>